Wow, look at the crowd out there. Oh, oh, hey. The Hello. lights are bright. Mm -hmm. Thanks mm -hmm. for thanks for letting us host this year's. Yeah. Uh, Brew and Buies, mm -hmm. or the Brewies. Brewies, I like that. Uh, the, the Brewers. We won't get seen mm -hmm. that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably. <laughs> if if I know anything, it's uh, that Major League Baseball is very litigious. That they are. Um, and maybe very that's, maybe that's what we need though yeah oh yeah just to get us on the map mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all press is good press yeah where's that uh yeah you gotta bring that kings of controversy over here yeah the, the yeah side. that that zeal and ire that i <laughs> yeah definitely definitely well uh you must be brad I am, and I was in the middle of drinking, mm, sorry, so sorry. that means you must be Andrew. I am, and this is the Bruin View Podcast, the show, of course, the critics say, always nails it around award season, never any snuffs or controversies. Nails it. Actually, they have. we have too many, mm -hmm. <laughs> too many on our list. Yeah, yeah, because everyone gets a trophy yes, from us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's that's the way we roll. Yeah, we're we're helicopter parents. So, things going good on your end? Oh, yeah. Everything's good. Everything's good. Ready to have some beer and hang out and talk some movies. Sure. Yeah. I'm anxious. Yeah. After last week's marathon show, which it didn't feel like three hours and 15 minutes, but I don't... Hopefully, I had fun talking to Jason. Yeah, it was great. It was nice. Nice. So, and uh, we might have surprises for you guys in the weeks coming up. Maybe. A couple mm -hmm. two tree guests, a couple two tree, or one. We'll see. It's a surprise. I don't want to ruin it. Yes. So, uh, but anyways, what are you having tonight? Mm, I am having from Crying Eagle Brewing in Lake Charles, Louisiana, a hop-blooded IPA. Check it and see. Um, it says a collaboration brew with our friends in the rock band Foreigner. Had I known that, I would not have bought the beer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I'm a hair metal denier. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I, we needed that to get to grunge. Yeah, I I don't think it existed. I think it's just guys who wear makeup's way of getting sympathy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, <it's> terrible. Um, <laughs> And not funny. Uh, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> it's a 6.5 ABV, 40 IBUs. Um, it's a pretty straightforward IPA. Um, it's got a little bit of citrus to it. Um, uh, a nice, nice hoppy finish. Um, but it's uh, everything you'd expect from an IPA and nothing past that so um okay i enjoy it i uh i gave it a three um i i don't want to say there's room for improvement but it definitely not knocking my socks off uh okay. i'll say this good parade beer oh yeah 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 mm -hmm. yeah so did did some uh some uh drinking out out on the streets with this so and uh it's it's serviceable you know you don't want to get too uh hammered but you don't also want to just drink drink miller light all all the time so that's right how um, how um how spoiled are you going to be whenever you go to another city where you just can't walk around with a beer i'm i'm gonna be furious yes <laughs> uh 
I have a uh, wedding to go to coming up, and they're lucky it's in Vegas because if I can't carry around a beer on the streets, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not going. Right. It's, no. You heard it I, here first. Then you probably shouldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. No. Yeah. Uh, it definitely is. It's one of those things where it's at first when we moved here, we were like, it was almost like. Um, someone giving us permission to do something naughty. We're like, mm-hmm. uh, oh, we're gonna leave with these beers. Okay. Okay. I am. We're leaving out with the these door. beers. You're like uh, Alex McAllister. <laughs> I'm. I'm. <laughs> this is not an empty threat. I am <laughs> walking out this door with this beer. Now I can't imagine not being able to do it. It's just become so commonplace so like if we go out to a restaurant that we're walking to we'll just yeah. grab a couple beers for the walk now can you take your own uh like carrier and like will they fill it up or will they just give you plastic cups um everywhere has plastic cups everywhere like if you ask for a go cup no one looks at you sideways right but i'm thinking like um, i got um like one of those n- nice yeti cups yeah you know? yeah i I don't know. I haven't really, I haven't asked. I would like that. I, I guess you could get nice. like a, you know, like one of those holsters you see at like the Renaissance Fair, like the yeah. people put their tankards on, and mm-hmm. you could uh, just fill it up whenever you walk outside. A leather strap for my neck, just mm-hmm. carry it around. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I would like that because the um, one of the things that uh, was really gross about Mardi Gras is like as things kind of wind down for the night you look and there's just trash everywhere so yeah i mean it'd, it'd be nice if i could you know not have to get a plastic cup everywhere i go um but i i haven't uh really explored that option but i don't see like if i walk in somewhere with a 20 ounce you know stainless steel cup why they couldn't figure fill it up yeah 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 that would be pretty sweet yeah. and tight. I guess That's I could it. always actually ask for it in a glass and then just pour it into in myself right. if they won't do it. Yeah. Well, I am drinking, thanks to Ryan. Um, mm-hmm. He bought a six-pack of this the other night, mm-hmm. uh, and I had one last night, and then I had one. I went up to his house, and I was like, hey, I need to – uh get a good beer for this our big show yeah and uh because i really liked it and i wanted to grab another one and it's uh from stone brewing company it's the tangerine tangerine express ipa nice 6.7 with 75 ibu um i would i would liken this to the the, that uh, 21st amendment live live free or die ipa the Mm -hmm. blood orange um, but the blood orange is like a real smooth, nice, a little bit of citrus, but not. I mean, it's just a smooth, smooth beer. You can crush like six or seven of those in a in a row uh, if it's cold and it's hot, you know, or if it's cold beer in a hot day, or hell, I do it whenever it's a cold day and it's warm beer. But right. <laughs> this, I was expecting a little bit of that, and you get a little bit of that, but you really, um, you get a lot of the tangerine in this. Um, nice. It comes out heavy on the on the the front end of it yeah and it finishes it finishes really nice um uh real good hop to it as well uh and the citrus with the tangerine just kind of it's it's just a good combination it's, you know it's you know 
you got my tangerine in your IPA mm-hmm. kind of thing. Nice. Um, and it's also has a little bit of pineapple with it. I don't really taste the pineapple, but maybe it's that uh, offsets that tangerine taste a little bit. But um, really, really, really good. Stone does it again. Um, you know, uh, there's there's a reason they're they're the big dogs because um, yeah. they know how to make it, um, and they don't shy away from doing experimental stuff either. I mean, they you know they always have those drink by beers and um, yeah, those are great. Yeah, they're always good. Like, I've never had a bad one. So, um, good on them. Of course, good on them. Let's give them some more, you know, some more, some more love like they need it. Yeah. Um, You know what? I, I, I do need to give them more love out in the real world because I am so, um, just, I, I can never seem to pull the trigger. Like, I always see, um, this, I see the Stone Ripper all the time when I go out to the grocery store. I'm like, man, I want to try that. Uh, the, mm-hmm. I've seen that Tangerine uh, IPA six pack. Um, the last one I had was was uh, an Enjoy Buy, and it was awesome. It just got a bomber of that. And they they oh uh, they had the Enjoy Buy twelve twenty five the Christmas one, um, and I was like, man, I want to try that. And it's just so many that I look at and like. And I want to try that. And that's it. So I need to start actually uh, making good on these comments I make in my head. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think I had that one last year at a Enjoy Bye Bye uh, 420, which was yeah. like real dank and he- heavy hopped. And, you know, the, when you popped it open, you had that, that nose of, yeah. you know, almost a weed smell to it. So it was, uh, yeah, yeah. They, uh, well, they know, I'm sure they know their weed as well. Yeah, they they're, know the- they're dank boys. <laughs> so yeah pretty good beer good. um i like it if you get a chance definitely check it out i i enjoyed it muchly uh check out our pictures mm-hmm. uh you uh you you you, you kind of pull I'm, back a little bit i moved and let north me have the north of the table so there's the table you can see it yes there's the poster <laughs> yes uh yeah yeah no you you killed it this week um and uh Yes. I was in no position to compete. Well, and you I, know what? I actually made. I, yeah, I'm thinking you just let me have one. No, no. Uh, so you, you, uh, you know top. what it was? It's talent meets timing. That's right. <laughs> That's uh, so people drinking some good beers. I, I think what I'm going to do is just hit some of the fours nice. instead of going through everyone. But uh, Tyler from Hartford, Wisconsin, Tyler Selzing, mm-hmm. um, had an always felt closer to IPAs than I did to other people, than <laughs> I did to people. That's a good thing. All right, yeah. hold on one second. You keep going, but I made a I made a critical mistake and I finished my beer and didn't have a backup. So all right, so uh, it, it that's from Evil Twin Brewing. Um, it's an IPA from New England. Um, do, 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 as I'm walking down, okay. Um, New Orange Peel had a Cocoa Wonderland or Cocoa Cocoa Wonderland from Thornbridge Brewing. So good on you, Neil, for uh, stepping outside that. Uh, uh, you know, getting a little more flamboyant with your your naming beers. Um, uh, some it's loading and everything's slow here. Uh, keep going back through and nothing's really standing out. Nothing, nothing fours or higher. Hmm. Oh, there's one for Matt, your buddy Matt. Uh, had a citrus hopped live pale pale ale from Southern Tier Brewing, which is a uh, brewery that i really like they have a they have a heavy hitter uh 
uh, sampler six uh, case that I should probably buy here shortly. Everything is like double IPA, you know, imperial IPA, just heavy on it. But he uh, he really liked that. Um, and it looks like he had an, another one from there, uh, two times smash from Southern Tier IPA. So yes, uh, check us out on Untapped. We are Brew in View Pod mm-hmm. on there. And uh, and you can follow along, and maybe someday you could even come on with us, mm-hmm. or not. Probably maybe just keep listening. Probably not. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. You suck. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh, and uh, Brennan had a Dolden Dark from Rydenberger. Oh yeah, Bro- he's, Brahaus. Brahaus. He's gonna Brahaus. be. He's gonna be a good follow. Um, yeah. He is uh, in Germany now. So. Yes, at the Vogelwe. Vilgo Beef Hotel. Yeah. He, so, uh, um, he was telling me something funny. It's weird because he's one of the people I talk to on, a, on probably the most consistent basis. Um, mm-hmm. And a, along with you and Matt, um, who I do podcasts with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, now, yeah, it's kind of weird, right? Yeah. Now we he talk is... to each other weekly, and a lot of the friends I have, I don't. Yeah. Not that you're not. Wait, we're friend. not friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, now I'm now I'm triggered. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's an easy thing to do. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a libtard snowflake. Um, mm-hmm. I'm the worst, and I'm the problem. <laughs> Anyways, be uh, a solution. <laughs> uh, I uh, talk to him on a consistent basis, and now all of a sudden he's seven hours ahead of me. It's like, man, well, <laughs> I guess uh, I'll wait till I'm at work tomorrow <laughs> to text you this this yeah. funny anecdote. Well, yeah. So, oh, well, such a uh, fight. But did, yeah, he, is he, what, did he find a job? Ever? Well, I, don't, I guess that's off there. So. Um, no, he, so he quit his job, which we met um, working together. And now mm-hmm. he's just, uh, he drinks beers. Mm. So <laughs> I want that job. His uh yeah, absolutely. His um uh oh my gosh. So he was telling me um this is related to beer. He was telling me that uh they had some sort of like kind of like uh assimilation briefing ex- something, you know, just a little meet and greet just to a little more know official. what to expect when yeah. you're expecting. And uh, exactly. And they're like be careful, because the beers here are 6%. Hmm. <laughs> he was like, huh, okay, I've got this. <laughs> I've got it, yes. Yeah. Uh, very good. Yeah, so uh, if you ever go to Germany, be careful. Yes. It, it, they'll creep the beers up beers are 6%. The Germans, not the beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, great beer, terrible beer. Just kidding. Never. Been. <laughs> uh, right. I saw. I saw. I saw a. Um, I watch. Um, oh, what's his name? Uh, John Oliver. Yes. He does his. You know, this week. Uh, and he's. You know, obviously left leaning and all that stuff. But you know. Um, <laughs> uh, he's in he's, the media. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he was. They. They were doing something about. Um, how, like Germany needs to be like in power over there you know or like they're one of the bigger comp or countries over there that are trying to establish like you know this is where we need to go we need to do this and like one of the 
the higher up guys was getting interviewed. He's like, this is what we kind of need to do, but it's really, really hard. And this is a German guy speaking. Mm -hmm. It's really, really hard for us to say, you know, Germany, Germany needs to be like (laughs) the front and foremost, you know, power in, you know, the European union. And just because of our, our history, (laughs) it was just a nice self-aware statement that uh, made me laugh. Yeah. I like that. That's funny. Uh, we kind of need to be the guys in charge, but also, yeah, we uh, want to, and we think we can, but it's really hard for us to like stand up and say that without everyone like turning their head very fast, yeah, and being like, "What? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Didn't we do this once? You. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, well, cool. Um, uh, so, uh, real quick, I. Um, the breweries uh, on like the parade routes and stuff like that. Do they go crazy um, for Mardi Gras? Um, yeah, the bars are pretty. Uh, the bars are pretty well uh, set up. The breweries. Um, the two that I'm there's one that is right by where um, the breweries. Uh, the brewery is right by where the uh, parade floats line up. So it's not necessarily mm-hmm. on the route. Um, but if, if you're hanging out there, you can kind of um, just, just get to see everything. And like all this stuff is uh, I, I talked about it more on Mavs, but there's, you know, it's a, it's another level of uh, pageantry. Uh, it's yeah. not, it's not your local 4th of July parade. So um, that Sweet. definitely is cool to see, but that's really the only one, um, that's close to the parade route. So, oh yeah, uh, it, well, if you haven't listened to this week's Mavs, uh, it was good. Um, but when <laughs> you were talking about the guy who was DJing, I was hoping that you would have pulled out your megaphone and had a, I sh- you know, yeah. a back and forth with him. That would have been that would have been fun. I know. I I um I think OT made that comment too. He was like, oh. Where's your megaphone? Yeah. Home. <laughs> I've made a terrible mistake. Uh, but yeah, I, I do you need to have that as like a, your holster, like have that in a holster mm-hmm. and just walk around, just let people know. It's like one of those carrying, or you know how in Texas, like everyone carries their side sidearm yeah. on them. You just carry your megaphone and like everyone just kind of, okay, we know what to, you know, yeah. what you're capable of. <laughs> it's, it's not concealed and I carry. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not concealed and it makes my voice carry. Yeah. Uh, perfect good 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 all right well let's get into movies yes yes, this yes, why yes. Was the other reason well this is the big night for movies mm-hmm. the breweries mm-hmm. wow wow never thought he'd come it's always mm. always such an honor um but before that uh i guess we we can run through our assignments pretty quickly here yeah yep so um i tell you what i'm gonna I'm going to go first. Please do. Please do. Okay. So from 2007, the movie Teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a comedy fantasy horror. Um, I didn't know any of that. I went into a blind. All I saw was whenever I pulled it up on the TV, it had the... Um, uh, <laughs> uh, no, that's not what the, the subject title was. It was something about... Uh, it was very descriptive, and my wife looked at it. It said something about teeth in a vagina. 
Mm. And and I know I'm doing some spoilers, but honestly, I don't care. Um, yeah, I mean. <laughs> uh, and my wife was like, what? It, like, uh, this is Andrew's. When, when a virtuous high school student is sexually yes. assaulted, she discovers that she has an unexpected line of defense, a toothed vagina. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, <laughs> Related movies. Sausage Party. Mm-hmm. Piranha. This movie... Mm-hmm. Uh, we <laughs> talked a little bit before. This movie is the reason I'm quitting this show. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I am doing something I haven't done before. Mm. This movie gets a one. There's no redeeming qualities in this mm. movie. False. Um, it, it had the potential for it. Mm-hmm. But um, because because it, tr- it 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 dipped its toe in the comedy part of it, like the black comedy, but yeah. it wouldn't stay there long enough for me to appreciate it because, yeah. like, um, it made things too serious. Like the, I mean, if you would have stayed more with the like the, this is the whole, it came out in two thousand seven, so it's right about the time when the Jonas Brothers are doing that like whatever that celibacy ring crap they were doing you remember that uh that's not crap that saved me from gonorrhea oh celibacy is nope not as not as well as celibacy yes <laughs> um you can get it from a toilet seat abstinence <laughs> only and a tractor in seinfeld but I'm, I'm an abstinence only kind of guy uh that's what the public schools taught me and uh it's uh uh it's people often say like ride or die. No, if you ride, you'll die. <laughs> Don't have sex, kids. Um, yeah, I mean this. It, it was trying to poke fun at the whole that whole thing, mm-hmm. um, but never did it. It like, like I'd be interested to see what um, you know, like Trey Parker, Matt Stone would do with this with this script. I mean, I think they would crush it, but like there was, there was, it was like a fertile ground, but they did nothing with I it. I see they what made, you've done there. Uh, I, I was really fertile like, ground. <laughs> yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I just really disappointed in it. Like there was so much there, and I was like, every time they did something, it was like, why didn't you like go this way? Like I don't understand why you didn't go this way. Yeah, and um. <laughs> Like you saw the end coming from like like the opening the, the cold open mm-hmm. you saw the end like you knew exactly what was gonna happen i i mean i i mean as soon as like things started it's just and it was that the the cold open was gross like like i like it, it i guess it could have been funny, but like I definitely didn't appreciate it like and I'm not a prude on this stuff. Like no, I, more sex, more boobs, everything. I'm good, good with it. But like, in a vagina, you know, a sarlacc pit between your legs, mm-hmm. I'm like even better. <laughs> but like, like, embrace it. She didn't embrace it till like the the final like frame. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I I ugh, I disdain for this movie. I was mad really? at it. Not mad at you, just mad at this movie because they had uh, the potential here. And I'm, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm just kind of surprised. Yeah. I'd like. Do you, do you think they hit? Do you, did they hit any co- comedy notes? Um. Yeah, I think so, but I, I don't think like I get, I get exactly what you're saying, but like, um, 
I I think that that's the problem. This so this movie came out in two thousand seven, and that's right around the time where you had this boom of um maybe they'd maybe get some screens at like a festival, but this uh, a real boom of like direct to DVD um horror like unrated horror, um and I think they're still it's kind of uh, they're still kind of navigating the waters at that point. Um, and I do agree that they, they, um, they have trouble like nailing down a tone, but I, I, I don't think that there's nothing redeeming about the movie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I think I like, like, I'll tell you this, my like, feelings have significantly changed since seeing raw. Like I think, yeah. I think raw is like the, the, and I'm not saying that this necessarily was the gold standard, but I think that um, it it was a, a a mistake on my part to assign this movie after well in, that in or a post raw world it, even after it follows too. I mean, this had yeah that, those same those you know those and those are two like they nailed that um, teenage innocence and like um, like uh, basically a girls who and. Like I can't speak for a girl at, in a, mm-hmm. in her teens, um, but girls who are are have no power and they're at the they're actually they're trying to find their power, but like are forced into situations like this movie had like like oh man like I thought it I like I kept thinking okay either go one way or the other because it kept dipping its toe and it like. The the brother was supposed to be funny, and eh, no, you know, like or the, I I mm, mm, I keep getting mad at this movie because it wasted it just wasted. Uh, uh, I think a pretty good premise. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I remember this. I remember the trailers for this. I I do remember the trailers for this, and um, and thinking, oh, that's interesting. And it just that's frustrating. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would. Yeah, maybe maybe recommend. No, I wouldn't recommend. <laughs> I don't this think at you all. should recommend a one star movie. No, no. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. I don't even know. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't mean to. That's like, okay. Shit on a movie you like it. Just... No, I. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm immune to that. You know how many bad movies I like. Um, yeah. but like if you're at some see point that what they were trying to do, watch Raw. Watch, watch. Uh, it follows because there's funny parts in Raw for sure. It follows maybe not so much, but um, in Raw, there's some hilarious parts like laugh out, like me laughing out loud, funny <laughs> parts. Um, and that's dark humor. Like, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So, yeah. All right. Fair enough. One day I will assign you a um, off the beaten path horror movie that you like. But until then. Oh, you! I'm, I'm you over did. at least um, two. Um, the, what's the one with the wolf faces? Um, you talked about last week. Oh, uh, you're next. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that movie. Yeah, I, I don't think that one's very off the. Yeah, what? Well, good. I'm glad you like because that's I. I kind of always jump at the opportunity to talk about that one. So yeah, at least there's that. Uh, so you assigned me. A uh, the ritual, a Netflix mm-hmm. film, um, according to their poster. 
Yes. Uh, so, <clears throat> from 2017, uh, the ritual is about a group of college friends who reunite for a trip to the forest, but encounter a menacing presence in the woods that's stalking them. Uh, so, uh, it was directed by David Bruckner, uh, who has uh, been a writer and... Um, Directed a segment on VHS. Uh, he directed, he wrote and directed a movie called Southbound, which I've I've seen this artwork before, but I've never seen the movie. Um, and most recently, The Ritual, um, starring a bunch of guys from across the pond. Assume, mm-hmm. assume they're friends. With most Neil. notably, um, you've got Red on you. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that well that just clicked wow mm-hmm. <laughs> oh I, that makes me en- enjoy it a, a little bit more <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome i did not notice that anyways um so so uh this is uh hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, IMDb just bills it as straight up horror, which I I would agree. There's not. I don't. So you watched this one too this past week, right? Um, yes. I don't remember any really like light or funny moments. Yes, yeah. it was. Um, no, there wasn't anything. Everything was very dour. Yeah. Every, it was, it, even. It, yeah, it, there was no like. Hey, we're all having fun, type mm-hmm. of thing. I mean, yeah. the closest was when there were like, just before they went into the liquor store. Right. Yeah. That was so, the closest to fun we were having. Yeah. So it's a group of friends, and um, they are hanging out at a bar, trying to plan. Um, I guess they do it do a, a yearly trip. Uh, one might say it's a ritual, mm-hmm. and uh, so two of the characters go into a liquor store. And um, there is a robbery that goes awry. One of the friends winds up dead while the main character, Luke, um, kind of stands by helplessly. Um, It looks like he might spring into action, doesn't. um, And that kind of is a big um, crux of the movie, I guess. Yes. Um, And like this movie is like chocked full of cliches. Yeah. Yeah. Caricatures Um, and like, like you've seen this movie before. Yeah. It's an incredibly trope heavy uh, horror movie. And um, so, so uh, you flash forward six months after the um, robbery turned homicide and uh, the four remaining friends decide to go on the trip in honor of their slain friend, um, the trip that he wanted to do that year. And um, you can tell there's a lot of tension. I think they did a really good job of um, just, they they set that up really well. Um, It was one of those things where you, they kind of broadcasted it. Um, You knew that that was going to be, a, a point of contention in the movie and um, mm-hmm. they still were able to draw it out and, and portray it well uh, in, in spite of that. So um, they're wandering through the woods and they wind up 
at this strange shack. Yeah, through a series of events that yeah. make them go, and mm-hmm. also very cliched. Yeah. Uh, you know what thing. this this felt like to me? Someone said, "Remember the Blair Witch Project? Mm-hmm. What if we actually set up shots and got a cinematographer?" Mm-hmm. That seems like that might have been the pitch. It was like, get the Blair Witch Project. But wait, follow me. Mm-hmm. Get a bunch of limey bastards. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of what it, it reminded me of the whole time. Um, and so they they wind up in this house and uh, they start having nightmares. And uh, there's there, one of the things that I really enjoyed about this was the blending of... Um, of reality and nightmares for um, the character Luke, who was the one that that witnessed the murder. Mm-hmm. Um, there were it felt it felt almost like a um, a video game type thing, like it, a, a yeah. Resident Evil. Resident Evil. Or... I thought of uh, Silent Hill was the one it made me think. Yes, of. it yeah. seemed like there, a even version. even some of the Batman stuff where he like whenever he does a scarecrow. Stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just that kind of um, that melding. Like, there's some really cool shots in there of like, you know, fluorescent store lighting and liquor shelves in a forest. Um, just some really cool stuff there. And uh, it's it's one of those things where you um, you kind of I don't you have this expectation the entire time uh, that Luke is going to get some sort of shot at redemption after not helping his friend out in the beginning. And um I don't want to say it subverts your expectations, but uh, it it definitely, for the most part, the movie plays out exactly like you think it would. And um, I got to give it credit for for being really um, by the book, by the numbers, with the tropes and cliches. I still enjoyed it. Yes, that's what like the biggest part of this is that like it goes right up to the end. The end. The end is lacking for me, but um, yeah. So there was there was a point where um, I was just uh, I like saw the, saw the remaining runtime, and there was like eighteen minutes left, and I was like, "Huh? Like uh, there's this is you know the the climax of the movie is happening. Why is mm-hmm. why why is there so much time left? Um, so yeah, they they could have edited." It it down a little bit, but at a, at an hour and 34 minutes, they probably didn't want to lose too much runtime. Right. Um, yeah. They, yeah. I mean, it, but, and yes, they were, they were trying, they were desperately trying to find that ending. Um, yeah. But like, like you were saying that it, it did everything you were expecting it to do, you know, with some scares and stuff mm-hmm. here and there in it. Uh, but that's, I, I, I really give it credit because it was so true, but still, like I was invested. Yeah, like, I was totally engaged. Invested the whole I was time. engaged, and like that's that's good filmmaking when you can do that, and yeah. good, good acting, and all all the all the all the things that um, you know make good movies is just keeping you interested, even though you've seen each story a million times, right. and especially this one. You know? Yeah, it's kind. It honestly is kind of an an anomaly in that sense. Like reflecting on it, it's like I don't necessarily think. Like there were some, there were some really nice shots, but like overall, it's not like oh, this is a beautiful looking movie. Um, none of the acting, like the acting was all. It was almost like it was just a 
it was like a, a team that had, you know, they had mastered the fundamentals. Like they, mm-hmm. they weren't, you know, yeah. no one was dunking from the free throw line. Um, no, no clutch threes. Um, but they, they knew how to execute. Yeah. They could run a pick and roll or give right. and go and, right. and make it work. Um, they, what, what made it, and, and even to the point where every character was cliched, every character was cliched right. except for Luke. And like, he's the only one that had any depth at all. Like mm-hmm. all the other ones were just one, one note and one note alone. Yeah. Um, and even then it still worked. You believe these guys were actually friends Yeah. and yeah. that. It, you know, and this is, I don't know if chicks would dig this movie. They probably wouldn't because it's no. a dude movie, yeah. right? Yeah, um, guys hanging out. You guys. see yourself in it and you see other movies in it, you know, other movies you love, you know, whether it's The Dirty Dozen or if it's, you know, a thousand other movies we've yeah. seen with like lots of dudes and stuff in it. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, it worked. Yeah. So. Yeah. The one thing that I, I was kind of hoping for more of a supernatural element, if that makes sense. Um more well well i i kind of want to tread lightly here but i wasn't crazy about the introduction of more human beings if that makes yeah no you're right yes it was that that was where it lost me if it would have stayed like you know if it would have stayed uh the movie uh troll hunter Mm -hmm. we would have more of that like yeah and and it felt a little like that without the tongue-in-cheek part of it um yeah the which, funny thing about troll hunter is it's super tongue-in-cheek but it, and and even though they shoot it um that's that's shaky cam um yeah. it still looks beautiful like it's yeah. still like there's something that like that's just a really great movie um but back to the ritual yeah yeah i definitely think there was there was elements of that there was elements of so many movies that that we've seen um mm-hmm. and uh i think this is a this is a a a recommend for me. I gave it a seven. Okay. Um, especially for something with, where I've seen, you know, every beat of this movie before. Um, yeah. and, it, and it doesn't, and they can take that story and still, it doesn't feel stale. Uh, I'm happy with that, especially for like a, you know, February release, which we'll talk about a little later might not mean <clears throat> anything anymore, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it was. I gave it an eight because it was cool. uh, like I don't know how you like. And and all stories are like this. Like yeah. all movies are are. But like also, you can find an original idea and, and do all these things. But this one relied so much on just the acting and the shots. Like we started out with those beautiful like uh, landscape shots of like Nor the Norwegian, you know, uh, outback. I guess. Yeah. For lack of a better word. Yeah, you know, I guess the, there were I'm I'm definitely kind of shortchanging it on the cinematography. There were some really good shots for sure. And then and then in the woods it felt very claustrophobic and and the use of the um you know, whatever CGI or they were doing hmm. or whatever. You know to, what? Yeah. Yeah. Uh sorry, go ahead with the CGI. I'll I'll circle back. Okay, yeah. Uh just like in, in the brief glimpses and stuff that you knew something was really, really, really wrong. Mm-hmm. Like it was it was effective that way, and I, it it was done like this guy knows how to make a movie. Whether you know VHS, it was good, you know, and I, yeah, on a I, on a shoestring budget for sure. Like this one, he actually has somebody to play with, and like he knows how to make a movie. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, it, there was one point um, to go back to like the the shots in the forest. There was one point where I think it was when Luke um, 
runs up to the ridge and when he first yes. sees those those uh um torches that are yes. lit um i was <laughs> i remember thinking to myself like fuck it is really easy to get lost in the forest so <laughs> so for me to be sitting there and and genuinely thinking that and thinking in like real world terms like that's there's mm-hmm. something to be said for that yeah that's that's a listening response so for sure yeah yeah, I, that's good. I'm glad you yeah picked up on that. Sweet. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, there were there were a couple things that like not unforgivable that were, but they were just like, come on, like yeah, the, it with it the, actually it the lost. torches where they're like, oh, these are man made. We got to keep following these. Like, mm. oh my god, mm. how many times have we heard that before? Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't really want to focus on that stuff. In all honesty, um, because I think it was. Yeah. It was, it was yeah, it's definitely worth the watch. I, I would recommend this yeah. for sure. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a good suspenseful movie, yeah. and it, it's good till it isn't, and then it's still overall is good enough for me. Right? Yeah, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't absolutely like, you know, light, you know, light the last hour and ten minutes on fire. Like this was completely worthless because of the final act. Right? Not at yeah. all. Not at all. Yep. Um, bah, bah, bah. so yeah, I, I was able to watch a couple other movies. Yes. Um, I'm going to hit them on real quick. Uh, and I was actually was able to watch three movies with my boy, nice. which was fun. I abandoned my boy. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever seen holes? No, I read the book. Okay. Well that was, it was based on a book and right. I guess it was supposed to be this big thing. It sucked. Uh, <laughs> Liam kind of liked it, but it was like Shia LaBeouf's first. Yeah. Like, it's, his Post first Disney Channel credit. shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember the, the book was, the book was huge in my, yeah, uh, I've, I, in my school. I understand that now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I didn't enjoy it, but what I did enjoy and what, and Liam kind of liked it, but, uh, what I did like, uh, again, and I watched it again and Liam watched it. And it's actually kid friendly enough that, it's and it it's it it flows fast enough for a kid to watch it. Is Scott Pilgrim versus the World? Nice. Um, yeah, we sat down and watched that, so that was he fun saw to watch that again. before me. <laughs> um, uh, and I just think, I mean, I want to see Elizabeth Winstead and more stuff. She's yeah. so good. Yeah, she she's really so is. good. Um, and then the coup de gras, the best thing I watched this week. Okay. Um, was we sat down and watched The Incredibles together. Nice. Yeah. Um, I am excited and, for the sequel. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. We're excited for that. Uh, we saw one of the trailers come on, and I was like, "Oh, we got to watch this before we watch that." So I got him jacked up. So nice. we can watch it in the theater. Yes, we can watch it in the theater, buddy. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. So, that's great. Yeah. And then uh, some we'll be talking about next week, which just kind of leads into our. Yeah. I watched uh, a little movie called mm-hmm. Justice League. Mm-hmm. Not going to talk about it. Yeah. From what I but understand. you're we're gonna talk about it next week because you're gonna watch it okay okay um and i got one for you uh mm-hmm. next week on uh amazon prime mm-hmm. a movie called miss sloan starring mm-hmm. jessica chastain my favorite redhead oh how, how does one choose mm-hmm. uh they they should do uh her and uh what's her name howard uh dallas bryce howard Mm-hmm. Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard. Whichever one it is. They should do a movie where they're like gangster uh, twins, like uh, Legend, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, like, like some uh, badass, like, like you know. Ban- Banditas? 
Well, no, like Irish mob thing, you know, like the there's you know, the, red, the red sisters or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, the O'Malley twins. Um, yes, there is a movie with uh, uh, what is her name? Uh, Selma Hayek and uh, fuck, I I think it might be called Banditas, but it's like so. It's just. It's clearly like very lazy stunt casting. I'm on. Uh, it's yeah, after the Mexican it is, and it is um, Bendidas. The, uh, Desperado came out. It's and like, uh, Penelope Cruz and Salma Hayek. <laughs> there you go. Total yes. stunt casting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they should do something like that. That would that'd probably uh, probably go well. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> there was uh, a point. There was Salma Hayek had a run there. For a while, with between Desperado and um, and uh, th- from Dust Till Dawn, that she was she was up there for me. She was mm-hmm. probably number one. And Wild Wild West ninety nine. Mm, oh, that's much there. My my bad, my bad. No, she uh, is uh, stunning. Yes, and a great good actor. Yeah, good absolutely. Actor. Um, which always always helps. Mm-hmm. Uh yes. So, uh, <laughs> while that would be interesting, um mm-hmm. until we have that movie uh Miss Sloan. Yes. And then um, uh, if you guys Yeah. Want to wait on that? Wait till uh we talk about it. We got we got to cover with a couple recommendations. Mhm. Uh a movie from last year uh that didn't make my best of list for this for last year but it was pretty good i liked it It as a good uh take on the zombie movie it's called the girl with all the gifts Mm -hmm. um yeah uh what's her name Gemma. Gemma. Gemma arterton yeah yeah it's uh it's a it's a it's a b movie uh Mm -hmm. and it's acted it's a definitely a british movie as well like a truly british movie um but it has a lot of redeeming qualities to it. Uh, if you ever watch it, you'll you'll see the just kind of the the way it was shot, like the film stock and stuff like that feels a certain way. That it feels like a British film, and the acting feels a certain way as well. But uh, overall, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, it, it's a little different take on the zombie stuff. So yeah, not a bad movie. Nice. It's streaming on Amazon. All right. Um, so I had one. I'm going to stick with it. Um, it's a movie called Short Term 12 from 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, another another movie um, that I think is, uh, well, uh, I, I think it's better than The Ritual, but another movie that doesn't quite stick the landing, but is still uh, good in spite of that. Um, yeah. Really good movie. Uh, definitely a strong recommendation for me if you're looking for something to watch this week. Um there is that. It's streaming on Amazon Prime, and I just noticed everything we're talking about is either not streaming or on Amazon Prime. So, quick audible here. Uh, yeah. If you are a Netflix guy, Netflix guy, 22. gal, Netflix it, twenty-two. Uh, yeah. Omaha, Omaha. <laughs> Blue. Uh, I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Was uh, one of the movies that uh, mm-hmm. came up on my. Hmm. You know what? Gonna, Don't cut it out. Don't cut it out. I'm going to just move on. Yeah, it's just move How about on. that? Mmm. <laughs> mmm. That beer's good. Mm-hmm. I actually switched beers. I'm, I'm having a farmhouse now. I'm into the two-hearted. Mmm. I'm in. 
I'm into it. I like it. All right. Well, next week we're talking Justice League and Miss Sloan. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want something to watch in the meantime, we've got Short Term 12 and The Girl with All the Gifts, both streaming on Amazon Prime. Yeah, and I'm going to give you guys a bunch of stuff to l- watch. Oh, yeah. Also. Good good point. Good point. Yeah. So you're, got your bases are going to be streaming covered. stuff that yeah. uh, from last year uh, that made an impression on me uh, or years before. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let's get into it. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. All right. Um, if you guys can't tell, we're it's it's time for the definitive best of 2017 list. Yes. Any award shows, stuff like that coming up, throw it out the window. We don't need it. Yes. Not here. And I want to thank you and the listeners mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for making me watch some movies this year because I watched a ton. Yeah. Uh, I watched 45 movies from 2017. Holy shit. And I watched 122 movies that weren't from 2017. Hmm. So I, you know, if we do two a week, I've been doing a little bit more. So, and we've taken a week or two off. So let's say 90 movies. Um, And then I've been, you know, I've been finding time in my late night nocturnal mm-hmm. meanderings to be able to watch some more. So, um, I have been expanding my list and I'm, I'm, I'm glad for it because I, I have a, well, I'm going to hold this up for you. This is a legal size notepad of all the, the movies and all the stuff that I've been trying to pare down and, and, and see exactly what I like the most. And like, I, I honestly like, you know, I gave uh, teeth a hard time today, but for the most part, everything is above a five mm-hmm. and I've enjoyed pretty much everything. Um, nice. You know, a couple of movies we shit on, but for the most part, we're trying, I know we're trying to assign movies that like each other that we're going to like. Right. And, and we're also like watching movies that we think we're going to like. And then, you know, of course when Oscar time comes around, you know, the movies that are, you know, we're going to, we're going to seek out the ones we think are going to be best, but, you know, it's, it's, um, yeah, I just, I'm happy to have watched that many movies. Um, cool. and maybe that's something to be said for me where I don't have much of a life, no, no, but no. then again, I've, I've, I can definitely say, <laughs> yeah, don't have much of a life. Just, uh, you know, running your own business and, uh, working with your hands and, uh, raising a family yeah. and, uh, doing two podcasts, but yeah, sure. Hey. Whatever. What, are, what is everyone else doing? Yeah, what are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah. let how us many, know. Brune Pod on Twitter. You work last, night, last week, or not you, but like you, the royal you. I didn't work many. I worked twenty-five. I worked sixty-five. Unless you count uh, all the uh, work I put in at Mardi Gras. That's right. Well, you're working it. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, I was working it and gathering intel for this podcast. Yeah. So, yeah. So I just want to say thank you for that because um, oh. I enjoy I enjoy that. Like I've gotten to the point where I'm not watching TV. I'm barely watching any sports. Occasionally I'm catching a Penguins game. But like when I'm spending all my time watching movies because I find them the most rewarding right yeah. now. Good. So. Good. That's awesome. No, I'm, glad, I'm glad to be a part of it. I'm, I'm loving it too. And uh, it's nice that uh, we get to take this time out and and we appreciate the people that listen and uh people that don't uh you'll never know what you're missing out on you'll never know what you're missing out on because you're not even going to hear me saying that 
Um, but no, it's, it's been a lot of fun and and it's nice that we're doing this, especially kind of close to having been doing this for just over two years now. It's been, it's been cool. So it's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, I had to pare it down. I had 20 legitimate movies that could have been on my top, top five. There's one or two that are like, they had to be on and like a few that definitely could have stayed off but like there there's an argument to be made out of the, the movie so okay. like at like i haven't seen all the oscar movies i'm seen you know all that but like i think it was a pretty good year for movies like i'm i'm happy with it um but it, it, yeah. if oh sorry oh i'm just in agreement i i i had a good good movie year so um if you'll indulge me a little bit i'm going to go through the movies that i've saw that weren't from last year okay um but that are that may that i've watched in the last calendar year yeah. uh, thanks to you or you know your favorite uh, movies people. of the past yes. 365 yes um nocturnal animals 2016 <sighs> which so is streaming good. on hbo uh, i think we both love that movie yes uh train to basan which is, I think, a Korean movie. I think it's a Korean movie. Uh, it's a zombie movie. Um, uh, di- again, another take on the zombie, fast-moving zombies, kind of like 28 Days Later-ish, streaming on Netflix. Uh, a movie we both liked a lot is called The Wave from 2015, I think. Yes. Uh, streaming on Netflix right now. I think it's a what? It's a it's a Norwegian, another Norwegian film. I think so. Yeah. All right. Uh, get the Gringo. You assigned me that. It's streaming on Amazon right now. I really like that. Oh, I'm fun. glad. I'm glad you that. liked it. I didn't know you like, enjoyed it that much. Yeah, I mean, it stuck yeah. with me. I mean, cool. it was it was having you know, uh, uh, Mel Gibson back to his uh, good old self. Yeah. Um, American <laughs> Anarchist. Uh, streaming on Netflix right now. Um, good doc. Yeah, really good doc. Uh, interesting and fascinating to watch this guy. Uh, the Founder streaming on Netflix right now. Uh, I watched that a little bit too late for last year's top picks, um, but I think we both like that movie. It's it's well acted and, and didn't get to, to didn't get to pub. It should it should have been up for Oscar stuff, but it wasn't. Um, you assign me Hero Dreams of Sushi, a documentary, cool. and that's not streaming right now, which is unfortunate. But it'll probably pop up again on Amazon and Netflix, I'm sure. Um, really good doc. Uh, a Plastic Ocean, another documentary. Uh, you assign me on Netflix, pretty powerful. Um, and it makes you double think about all the plastic you're using and stuff. It's, uh, yeah. Good. Uh, I, for some reason, I, I rented Dear Zachary. Um, uh, another documentary that is a rough watch, uh, but yeah. very, very hard hitting, uh, raw streaming on Netflix right now. We talked about that a little bit ago. Um, just a great flick, a really good movie. Uh, you know, we've, we've talked about it probably at length or we have talked Definitely. about it at length, but yeah. very artistic and emotional and all that, all the good stuff. Yeah. Deserving uh, of the lengthy discussions we've been having about it. Yes, and uh, kind of a stunner on this office Christmas party streaming on Showtime right now. Nice. Um, like a lot better than I expected. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but yes, uh, those are the movies that you can watch on those places. And if you want a list of that, uh, text text or uh, uh, shoot us a tweet or you know a message on Twitter or something yeah. like that, and I'll I'll send that to you. Um, so yeah, that's uh, the movies I watched this year that weren't released last year. Uh, but yes, fun, 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 good movies. And that's pared down, like I said, from about 122 movies that, uh, of the old, older movies. Nice. 
So all that, why don't you go first since I've been talking? Okay. Um, so for me, uh, I'm in agreement with you. I think uh, 2017 was a really good year for movies. Um, there were three movies that I thought were essential. Um, all I would feel, all each of which I would feel um, proud of, uh, proud of my list if they were number one. Uh, and then from there, it gets a little dicey where it, it kind of just gets to the point where like, it's tough to choose. Like, did, did I like this movie more than that movie? Or like, um, this one stuck with me more than that one, but I rated this one higher on IMDb and now, you know, I'm questioning everything. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) so, uh, luckily I, I do have some backups here. Um, cause I, I think there's some movies that just struck a chord with the both of us that we're probably going to both be talking about. Um, but yeah, I'm ready to switch yeah. things in and out. If yeah. We need so to. starting yeah. things off and, uh, this one is streaming right now, brawl in cell block 99. Um, it was a October 6th release this year. Um, I think it was a pretty limited release. Um, yeah, it was it. I, it was like limited in, in theaters for sure, and mm-hmm. it like for the most part it went straight to. And this yeah. is one of those movies I pissed because I I bought it mm-hmm. on Amazon, yeah. and then within the next week it was streaming. That's exactly what happened with me in uh, Green Room, which I feel oh, yeah. like kind of have a similar uh, feel to them. Um, just that gritty, like tough. <laughs> Rough around the edges. Anyways, um, so this one is streaming on Amazon Prime. Um, it's uh, written and directed by S. Craig Zaylor, who did uh, Bone Tomahawk prior to this. Um, and uh, it's it stars Vince Vaughn in the um, least Vince Vaughn role. He was fantastic in this. Um, yes. And uh, John, Car- or John Carpenter, Jennifer Carpenter and Don Johnson um, – have uh have roles in here as well um but it really is the vince vaughn show and uh he is awesome in this um this is just a gritty um you know crime action b movie um and it delivers on everything it promises um Mm -hmm. and 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 some tongue-in-cheek in there as well right yeah yeah there's some really uh I don't know. There's from from start to finish. This movie's two hours and twelve minutes long, and I honestly, if you told me it was forty five minutes, I'd be like, yeah, because it just breezes by. Um, it's just it, it's not only is it a good movie, but I feel like it's 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 fucking it's in it's a joy to sit down and and experience. So, yes, for sure. Yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm so glad we yeah we were able to catch up with it. And it's, yeah. what's weird is like Jimmy is the uh, he's the one that uh, kind of he watched it. He watched it before I did. I know I I knew I wanted to watch it, but like he was like, "Oh, I saw this movie, drawing something, something or other," mm-hmm. and like, <laughs> "Damn it!" He watched it before me. Scooped you, yes, bastard. What? Yeah, uh, what an idiot. Fan- <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, his the the guy's next film. I, I forget what his name is. Yes, that's great. Uh, his next movie, I think, is called Dragged Across Concrete. So, <laughs> I'm sure that won't be literal. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Especially after they already did it in this movie. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Just really like balls to the walls with some of the fight sequences. Um, uh, understated at times. Um, like I said, it's a B movie, but Vince Vaughn just so good in this. And he's, he's, uh, you know, the guy that everyone points to as a guy who just plays himself every time. And you got to kind of wonder at this point, how much of that is casting? How much of that is, Oh, for sure. Um, maybe he's not good at picking projects. Maybe he has a bad agent. Because um, he, I mean, he's, I mean, he's working. He's right, popular right. and all those yeah. things. And that you only get that way if you get like certain roles and you are that guy. And yeah. then, then you get to do something like this. Right. Yeah. Um, but he, I, I feel like his star has kind of faded a little bit. And uh, at this point, I, I like him more than I've ever liked him before. Good. Good. I'm glad you had it because uh, I was hoping you'd have it, and you do. So I don't have to put it on my list. I delivered. It's worthy. It definitely yeah. is worthy. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do one that I'm pretty sure isn't on your list, but I know it's on mine because I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, from this year uh, or last year, uh, Dunkirk, Chris Nolan's okay. uh, epic war wartime thing, and uh, I know it's uh, up for you know a handful of awards and stuff at the Oscars, and obviously there's there's some problems with uh, people. I've heard problems with the, the timeline stuff, and you know whatever. Maybe I'm making straw man out of it, but like this movie really affected me. I really love it. It was visually, it was really visually done. Well, I mean, it was, I mean, you can't fault anything. I don't think that, he, or maybe you can, but I, I would say you as in the Royal, you hmm. um, can't really fault anything cinematography wise in this movie. It's oh, no, shot it's beautifully. Definitely. Um, I, I really enjoyed the storytelling aspect of it. Um, uh, the way they they um, mix time together, um, I, and I'm kind of disappointed I didn't see it blind because I knew exactly what the time discrepancies were going to be, and I wish I would have if if I would have got it, you know what I mean? If I would have understood it without knowing that, and okay. you know, I mean, I I saw it completely blind and I got to it, so I I think you would. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, <clears throat> I mean, that might be giving me a little bit too much credit, but, nah, um, uh, I really loved it. Um, and I was trying to find a way to move it up a list, but I, I have the other movie like this. It's really, really good. Um, the rewatchability factor on this is probably not as good. I'm going to like, I'll probably rewatch this maybe one more time. Um, you know, uh, kind of like I did with the Revenant, um, just because it's so visually, um, pleasing, mm-hmm. um, and you know maybe it'll bump it up a little bit or not but uh i i really enjoyed it and i thought it was um you know it was it was I w- it was worth the wait for him you know he's going to put out a movie every you know 3 or 4 or 5 years or something right. like that you know we're not going to get every year from him um because he gets so and like you know he's one of those i think he's on like a 3 year pace right now yeah. So, and he's one of those guys that's probably hard to work with, and he's very demanding and all those things. Um, you know, I'm sure he's not the, the the nicest person in the world, from what I've heard. But, uh, but he does know how to shoot a movie, and like yeah. I really love the watch, the look of this thing, and uh, it's it's definitely worth the watch. Uh, it's not streaming anywhere, uh, but it mm-hmm. like if I would really recommend if you're into cinematography and 
just Tom Hardy flying a, a fighter plane. <laughs> Tom Hardy um, with a mask. You you can't go wrong with a that's right. Nolan movie. <laughs> um, I actually have a problem with what you just said, and uh, it's not necessarily about the movie. Um, well, I guess it is, but it's like uh, <sighs> saying that like Christopher Nolan's maybe not the best guy to work with. I, he's the boss. Like yeah, you're right. Yeah, you, absolutely. And, and and I understand. Like there's. There's certain things where it's like, okay, there is a line. There is a threshold for sure. Um, uh, you know, I think Kubrick crossed that threshold with Shelley Duvall, if you, you listen to those stories. Um, but you but, get but away with, with it if with you're Nolan, you, Yeah, and with, with Nolan and, um, and Kubrick and stuff, like, you can't argue with results. They're right. the boss. They're supposed to um, make – you their job is to get the best performance out of you possible yeah whether you're an actor the lighting guy the sound guy uh etc but like let's say would you give that would you give that much leash to like a guy like michael bay who's notoriously an ass you know because his movies make a lot of money right you know he's success he's very i mean super successful probably you know I mean, he's, he's good at making more... money. He's not good at making movies. And I think what well, so so to to put that to your argument, I think for me, I you know I I want quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. So I would say that I would I would uh, be a little quicker to say Michael Bay, what a dick, um, right. But in the end, he is the boss, and he is right. There. Like no, the actors true. are there to make money and do the, you know, that's their job. He's right. the boss. So, so while I, I'm, 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 I, I, I stick by that sentiment as well. I'm, okay. I'm not yeah. impressed. But it's, it's I'm not impressed by Michael Bay as a boss. Um, but he still is the boss, and the people who sign up for that, uh, you know, um, barring any sort of, um. All of like the, casting the, the inappropriate shit that we've uh, that's really um, been thrust into the spotlight, you know, barring that, um, if you your job is to get the best performance out of everyone on your crew and you have to rein it in. And it's tough when you have these big budget movies, um, these big stakes, these absolutely you know, millions, especially, billions especially of with the scope of Dunkirk, like where you're not right. relying on CGI and stuff like that, you know, where you have to get thousands and thousands of people like doing the same thing at the same time. You have to be kind of a dick and a dictator. You do. You have to, you have to rein it in. You've got a lot of people to watch over. There's a lot at stake, like I said. Yeah. Um, so I guess it, it really depends like at the rap party, if you can mm-hmm. shake hands with people and be like, Hey, I, I appreciate it. Um, then you know you're a tough boss, but you get. Um, but that doesn't make you a bad person. But you're the boss. Like how many people like their boss? Like your job is to get results. I know so, I don't. <laughs> that guy. Well, I I like your boss. He gave me this uh, this sweet hoodie. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's very kind with the the swag. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> With grueling the work hours, hours grueling and, and hours. things like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, maybe he's not the most fun to work with, but that, you know, if you get to be in the Nolan movie as, as an actor, that's a feather in your cap. 
Absolutely. Like in, yes, I, uh, I, I totally agree with that. That's, that's, uh, something that is, is, uh, is worthwhile because it, he is, you can't deny his skill. No. And, 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 and you and I, well, I, I, I like Dunkirk, um, you, you more than I, um, and like, even though I, I was, I was kind of middling on it. I think I gave it a seven. Um, you can't deny it. Like he's an auteur. He's one of the, he's one of the best guys working today. And, uh, yep. you know, if you got to crack a couple skulls to make a flick, mm-hmm. so be it. <laughs> well, that's what, uh, what's his name? Uh, what, uh, I can't remember. Uh, Braun Sobox. Crack a couple skulls to make a brain omelet. Yeah. You got to do it. You got to. You got to. Yeah. So, I I mean, being a tough boss and being a bad person, I think, are are not – they're not even two sides of the same coin. They're two very different things. So Yes. Gotcha. All right. So, yeah, that's my number five. Nice. Nice. Good pick. Good pick. And I think I gave – what did I give it? I gave it either a nine nine or ten. I gave it a nine. Yeah. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I remember specifically uh, kind of sticking on that point because you and I had this really lengthy discussion, and I gave it a seven, and you gave it a nine. So it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like that was two sides of the same coin. <laughs> I know it, it is. It's it's funny how it was fun. you don't like this as much as I do. It you was... like it more than I do. What? <laughs> no, it's good. No, it's great. Um, <laughs> so what? Uh, what was that? Um, hmm. Okay, so. Uh, I'm, look, I'm looking through my list here. So I, uh, this is a movie that you assigned to me, uh, that I don't think will be on your list. I'm not even actually hundred percent sure you saw this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a Netflix exclusive original. Um, it's a Netflix flick called little evil. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, did um I, yeah, I, I thought, I thought you assigned it to me. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Oh, okay. Well, we both. No, maybe I signed it. I think you assigned it. Yeah, I watched it. But I, I really liked it. Um, you know, talk about tropes. Uh, This movie. This is surprising. Littered, littered with tropes. Uh, I, I, uh, I gave it an eight. Um, I was going back through. It was a whole thing. Numbers. It was a numbers game for me. Mm -hmm. Um. So, uh, Eli Craig, written and directed by Eli Craig, um, who is also known for. Tucker and Dale versus Evil, uh, which is another movie I really enjoyed, um, and uh, starring uh, Adam Scott and Evangeline Lilly and Owen Atlas. That's the little boy. Uh, this movie was it was basically an Omen spoof, and yes. uh, I just thought it was really well executed. I thought that um, it fell into some tropes, but it also played with some tropes really well. Um, I liked the whole uh, ACDC look the kid had. Um. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I keep thinking James Hetfield, but it's obviously not. Um, Angus? Is it um, Angus something? Yeah. I. I'll, I'll. I'll figure it out. Yeah. So. Um, this is. Uh, I. I think where you and I had the, the discrepancy is the. Um, uh. Adam Scott's work friend. I forget her name, but she was like, Oh yeah. You really butch. liked her. And I, uh, Al. Yeah. 
Yeah. I thought she was hilarious. I'm like, oh, see you later, bro. Um, <laughs> she was so great to me. Um, and that was one of the things that, that I enjoyed was they, they had their uh, good cast of minor characters. And uh, it just was Angus really, Young. Yeah, there you go. And I didn't even Google it. I mean, I started to pull up Google, but I. Mm-hmm. But it, so. it clicked. Nice. Yeah. Um, so I get credit for that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Just make sure. Yeah. You, you get credit for uh, knowing the name of uh, someone in a crappy band. Good job. Uh, crappy? <laughs> what? All of their fucking songs are the same. I know, but they, I, they rock so I want to rock on lightning. Mm. Mm. Thunder bells. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to hell. <laughs> it's going to be cool. <laughs> um yeah i this uh great movie i'm you know i i love the uh the horror genre and i love movies that can play with it and, yeah um, well if what's what's uh yeah and i gave i'm uh, i was just looking up what i gave it i gave it an eight and because oh good um, good i remember really liking it yeah um, uh the and it it and at the risk of circling back but i'm gonna circle back but like so Circling back to uh, teeth, yeah, it could have done with a little bit more of this. Sure, because, sure, for sure. Do you know why it could have done with more of this? Because the actress that they pl- had in this mm-hmm. felt more like uh, Anna Anna Faris. <laughs> okay, and, and you know, with that glazed over look in her eye, with like a half of a like smile on her face, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, like never playing it straight, but always like trying to do the funny, but never never reaching it so but anyways i'm sorry for doing no, that no 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 get that's back okay. to Lily. that's okay um and i think that's what this that's one of the reasons that this movie was a success for me is it committed to those jokes it yeah it um and adam it, scott is so great he's so oh, great. he's awesome yeah he is such a great he's like right up there with uh with luke wilson as like mm-hmm. the best everyman Yes, like, and, but here's here's what I think is going to happen with him. He's going to make the turn. He's going to make the turn to the, like serious actor here in the next probably five, ten years or something like that. Yeah, where, like he starts getting like, you know, those big roles where he, like as soon as he gets rid of the baby, baby face, not the baby fat face, but the baby need, like kind of. He, he needs to get a little uh, salt and pepper in his beard. Yeah, he needs. Yeah, do a lot more drugs. Yeah, you know. yeah. Come on, buddy. You want a couple to come, more late come, nights. Yeah, come hang out with us. You want to podcast with us? That'll, that'll put some mm-hmm. put some mileage. I'll put you. some wrinkles on you. Yeah, you think yeah, it's, it's easy podcasting? Crow's feet. Think it's easy? Uh, not everyone can do this, by the way. Uh, anyways, yeah, I I think that it's um I think that it's up to him. I think that he uh, he probably is if he's not getting those offers, he's probably going to start getting them soon. But yeah, he is sure. he is a good actor and he's uh, he does a great job with this. And I I think. Um, like this is a comedy, but they they do introduce some really good horror elements. Um, there's some oh, like, for sure. really um, creepy moments that just really nail the tone. Um, and uh, I don't know the the um, there's a bit of a the ending is not the the movie's not so straightforward too, which is another thing that I really appreciate. Um, yeah, is, it uh, escalates quickly. It does, yeah, and uh, or not. Not actually quickly, but when it starts to escalate, it's like it goes on. Yeah, it goes all the way. And they commit and they do something that I don't really, you know, I haven't really seen a lot of if 
if at all. So um, I appreciate this movie for its understanding of the genres. Um, you know, well acted, great, great cast. Uh, it's it could have also. I think we talked about this. It could have also been like the the stepdad fantasy delusion. Like if they wanted to just play it as that, like it's all in his head. Mm-hmm. Like you know, yes, you're, you're, the, you're yes, so the, afraid of your your new little stepson. Like, oh, he's he's out to get unreliable me. narrator. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Perfect. Um, they could have done that with that if they wanted. Uh, I think it was just just a really good movie, and um, I don't know. I I don't I don't know anyone that's really talking about this movie, so I I think that it's worth worth a visit. I know worth one a guy. watch. Yeah. But well, we just talked about it, so we're good. Mm-hmm. We're, our good bases deal. are covered. All right. Uh, for number four for me, I got a tie. Uh, I could. I thought they paired up pretty well, just because I think they're the best iterations of what I've seen. Um, both streaming on HBO right now. Uh, I really, really, with the exception of the first, maybe. 30 minutes of it. I thought Wonder Woman was an excellent, excellent movie and like what it needed. Like, cause I, I know I, I texted you mm-hmm. and maybe even, uh, even, um, Alfredo that it needed to be the, she needed to be Iron Man right. for the DC, the DC universe. And I think like, she's the best part of the DC universe. And yeah. in this movie, you know what the was, problem is? Sorry. What, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, um, it uh she she is the best part of it and this movie was so far the best installment in this run of the you know justice league or whatever Absolutely. is going on far and away and it um she, um and in galgado is like like obviously is like super attractive but like so believable like she does a great job in like portraying that uh at at first that wide-eyed you know wondering thing but just a fierce warrior and like yeah. all the things that like you know what the you know the the no i'm not even gonna say that no no <laughs> it's 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 what you want you know your your daughter to watch and say hey you're not gonna ever be this but hmm. you know if you want you know, if you're looking for a good you know superhero, what? it's better to try and be Wonder Woman than try and be a mermaid. Right. Right. Which or is what a, all the girls you know, of my generation want to be. It's like, I'm a mermaid. Right. <laughs> and what what the um, what the Marvel Universe is, is lacking hmm. is a good uh, female hero. Yeah. Because the only thing they got is um, they got uh, Black Widow, who's like a kind of a. Um, she relies on her, her uh, sexuality and yeah. duplicitousness, you know, where this is, she's all good. <laughs> that all... sounds like chicks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, yeah. I think she's, and I don't mean this um, in, in uh, I think that um, Black Widow is kind of aging out of that. Like we've yeah. seen Black Widow so much at this point um, that only hardcore fans are interested in a solo movie. Yeah. we've gotten like all this stuff and it's gotten so con like so watered down with the whole like the you know lullabies and hulk thing was just like eh, i don't need to yeah. see either of them again that's fine yeah um and but <clears throat> I what actually, were you gonna say um 
I yeah, so so uh, I agree that I think Wonder Woman needed to be the Iron Man, but that just can't happen because DC tried to fly before they could crawl. And yeah. They were like, we're gonna make this huge like. Whereas Iron Man was an unexpected runaway hit, and then they decided like, okay, well let's what let's try this. They were right. like, Marvel did it. We we have awesome characters. Batman vs Superman, go. Um, we, you know, we got a universe now. It's like, well, you need something to, to put on the mantle. Like you need something first and you didn't have anything. You just decided like, we got a movie universe go. Um, and we'll talk about more of that next week because there's, there's one character in the new justice league movie that could have been that Mm -hmm. if they had built it around there, there's one, there's one specific character, but, uh, um, also tied with this is, uh, Lego Batman. Okay, good. Um, I was a little nervous uh, that that I thought it was going to be on your list, so I left it off mine. Um, but I put I put a little asterisk by it in case I needed to talk about it. Yeah, and all the stuff that's not going to be mentioned will be mentioned anyways, I'm sure. sure. But uh, yeah, uh, not as good as the Lego Movie it, it, uh, proper, uh, right. but a very good adaptation. And and um, uh, will uh, Arnett. Uh, will yes. Arnett. And yeah, I keep like Will Forte, Will, Will, you know, uh, all the, yeah, all the Wills, Will. Funny guys. Good Will Hunting. Um, yes, uh, he pulls it off. He nails it. And mm-hmm. the whole tone of this movie is great. It's good for kids. Yeah. Uh, the kid liked it. Uh, my boy loved it. He was like, he was worried about the Joker. You know, mm-hmm. he doesn't have any friends and all that <laughs> stuff. And it's just really fun, good. Uh, and that Lego animation is like that's awesome oh it's great yeah keep it up i really like it so and i love uh, that they were able to um they were still able to nail the tone of the character without having to um be full-on brooding and like the the uh the in jokes for the the adults in the audience um and stuff like that like it all all the jokes land well I don't know. I, I can't remember joke for joke now, but the jokes land well, perfectly. Yeah. Uh, they play to an audience of all ages and um, definitely one of the best movies uh, of this year. And uh, one of the reasons I think, uh, was this a February release? Either. Feb- yeah. February 10th. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. the, the I, I think we're seeing a trend here. The, the February release is, is not going to be the, um, the forgotten movies anymore. I think, uh, mm-hmm. I think we're starting to hit a turn here. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, there's a couple here in, yep. in February that I don't, I don't, we'll eventually talk about them, but, um, absolutely. Yeah. Um, wonder woman loved it. Um, I, it's one of the, uh, it's, it's a movie that like made me feel like I was just so happy to be in an audience like in it it almost felt like a communal experiencing of something we were all just very excited it's a lot of um uh you know we li- we live in a world uh just filled with uh racial politics gender politics and, and it um all that stuff and it was nice to get in a room with a bunch of people and we're all there to enjoy the same thing and um you know just the you know, we all, the crowd just so involved and so exciting. And, and I think about the, um, this movie was not, um, on my list just because I think the, I think the first 30 minutes and the last 20 minutes are actually pretty subpar. Yeah. It's not great, but that middle part, no, it's fantastic character. 
No, I, I'm, is I'm what I think it draws me to this movie more than anything. No, I, I, I can't say that it doesn't belong on anyone's list. Um, but I, I'm just saying for me personally. Um, but the I'm just gonna say scene, hashtag me too because yeah. I had on my list. Yeah, you, you too. Uh, but the specifically like this, the feeling I felt in the scene, and I think it was even in the trailers, and it still landed like it was the first time. Uh, in the theater of her like climbing up out of the trenches is just such oh, a, a monumentous moment for uh, for for me as a movie fan and and as a comic book fan and I I just can't imagine people who have an even stronger attachment to the character how they could have felt yeah so fantastic and and it's such a it's such a good time to be um, a fan of comic book movies even even in in the uh, the oversaturation of it, which I I definitely think we've reached critical mass. Like there's you know, three Marvel movies coming out a year, um, yeah. But but you pick and like choose the your one battles. that just came out. Is I can't wait to see Black awesome. Panther. I so, can't like, wait. It can't, yeah, if they're gonna be doing that kind of stuff with it, then right. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, uh, you loved Thor Ragnarok, and. Uh, I had a hard time keeping it off my list. I okay. really did. Yeah. I, I, um, Not to spoil anything, but right. Yeah. But so, so for it's kind of one of those like for every Thor Ragnarok, there's a Guardians of the Galaxy two, which I thought was pretty lackluster. But you know, if you're a huge Guardians reader, you're probably psyched out of your mind, and you're just happy yeah. to see the characters you love on screen. Which is, I think, how how you and I felt about, um, even though we weren't crazy about Batman vs Superman. The, we were so excited to see those like Frank Miller panels get yeah. a look. Um, so yeah, even, even in oversaturation, I, I think that um, it's nice that comic book fans, because it has been such a, um, like almost taboo. Like it's just like I did growing up, I had n- never talked about comic books cause I was the only person I knew who read them. Right. So, it's nice. It's nice that that's happening now. But um, yep. Wonder Woman is a great movie. Um, I, I would recommend it, but um, it's not on my list. I'm glad it's on yours, though. So yes. All right. Yeah. Um, I will. My number three, or wait, yeah, my number three. Um, just to kind of stick with that. Uh, uh, another February release. Logan. Yeah. Um, I. Oh no! I'm sorry. March. This came out March third. So, mm-hmm. barely, so basically February thirty second. Um, mm. <laughs> uh, but another er- early year release, um, and kind of just circling back to what I said. A huge fan of of the X Men growing up, and um, of course, you know, uh, <laughs> I think most of most of us who read that love Wolverine, and uh, it, I did not watch either of the previous. Uh, solo movies just because uh, I I didn't want to see the character get kind of ripped to shreds the way it, it seemed like it was. Um, I can't say for sure because I didn't see it. Uh, but James Mangold wrote and directed this one. Uh, Hugh Jackman's last go around and Patrick Stewart's last go around, and they um, and and the introduction of Daphne Keene. Uh, those first two, they left nothing on the table. Like, I think they can walk away with their heads high, especially with some of the, you know, questionable routes that 
that the X-Men franchise has taken in, in its cinema history. Mm-hmm. Um, they left nothing on the table. This is, uh, this is a great gritty, um, dystopian Western. Um, it follows all the, uh, the, the great, um, beats of a good Western movie, um, <laughs> set in the future. Uh, just there's, um, the criticism this movie have have gotten, um, I I th- I think they're fair, but like the whole X twenty four storyline and like the um, the family on the farm, uh, you know, people didn't people weren't crazy about that. I I still enjoyed it. I still felt like it it had its place in the movie, and um, I gave this a nine. Um, I I think this is going to be one of the movies that it's going to be one of those that I revisit every year. Yeah, love this movie. Yeah, it's um I just well we talked about it a couple weeks ago. I rewatched it and mm-hmm. yeah, I changed my review on it because it was it was so good. Um yeah, it's it's satisfactory. Um and what's weird is like you say about like the miscues in the in the X-Men universe. But mm-hmm. it, the only real miscues are the X or the Wolverine ones. Like as far as like critically like Yeah, I mean X uh what is it? X3, the last stand yeah. was I'm, um, you know, the introduction of some of the characters was a little questionable with the juggernaut and them taking yeah. away Mystique's powers. But it's all, but it's it's, it's, it's all a matter it's of Phoenix like, story. So like that, and that's one of the most popular, you know, X Men stories uh, yeah. out there. Yeah, and the fact that they they're trying to shoehorn it into the uh, this apocalypse or into apocalypse, it's just it's not a great it's not a great thing. Um, no, I, I think of X three. Um, I was not crazy about Days of Futures Past, and I think a big part of that is I felt like the movie had no climax. Like I felt like the third act like wasn't there. That it was just the the last hour was the second act. Um, mm. But also, um, there's that elevated expectation. Days of Futures Past is one of my you know favorite. Like Chris Chris Claremont's uh, X Men run is is something I hold in very high esteem. So, oh yeah, it's, so it's, it's, the, it's tough. probably the gold yeah, standard the gold, for the X Men. I, I think for sure, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm I'm really uh, I'm I'm really towing any uh, new territory by saying that I love Chris, Chris Claremont's run, but <laughs> yeah. Um, he's yeah. he's pretty well, good. I, yeah, well, get get back to Logan. Like it, mm-hmm. it it what it is is it's nice to see like. It's nice to see. Okay, let's go dirty. Let's go real. Let's go a little bit gritty and all that good stuff. Yeah, and definitely. Like, you get that more feel, that Western feel, that mm-hmm. uh, you know that uh, that Shane feel, like the movie Shane, absolutely, or the book. You know that feel. Um, all those, all those. Oh, yeah, and even in the yeah, I didn't even remember that. I think they were playing it in the in yeah. The, they they're watching the Shane, right? Yeah, and yeah. then uh, maybe just subconsciously. Yeah, Laura gives. Um, her her eulogy is a monologue from the movie yeah yeah um so yeah it's it's um yeah it's a really good flick and like if you're into that like i can see why you wouldn't want to be into it and like the all the you know all the powers and stuff yeah i get it but yeah like no i feel I, like i said oversaturation if you're over it you're over it but i think yeah. that you're counting out a, a movie that transcends the genre yes so yep good movie um glad you had it on there good. Uh, my number three, and I love this movie. Okay. I loved it the moment, like from start to finish. There were no, 
no beats that I didn't like in it. Um, I know you weren't as keen on it as I was, but I think you still really liked it is uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, it, we got away from all the, you know, origin story stuff. We didn't need all that, even though it was still an origin story. Uh, um, all like glad we could get into the Marvel universe with Spider-Man. Thank, you know, get, you know, Tony Stark in there and, and a nice little twist on, you know, the, the suit and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, it's from start to finish. This movie made me smile. I've watched it probably three times now because like anytime like I'm looking for something for Liam to do while uh, we're having our, our mid or, you know, our night snack, I'll, I'll throw it on and, you know, we'll watch a little bit of it. And, um, you know, Aunt May, uh, like a twist on Aunt May was oh. fun. Um, yes. <laughs> um you know, um, all it just it hit every beat. It hit it well. Um, we had you know uh, a, pretty much a no name character with Vulture, like a character that who cares? Like it's not Doc Ock or it's not the Green Goblin. Um, yeah. You know, we have the Vulture, and and who we get? We get my man. Yeah. And he he pulls it off. He's great in it. You know, and they they're able to tie it in with the the Marvel you know storyline. You know, with the you know everything happening in New York and all that. And and he is really your your friendly neighborhood Spider Man in this. And it's yeah. actually it feels fun. It doesn't look, feel like the character is being put on, like to be able to play this role. Like Tom Holland like loves playing this role. Seems like it. Yeah. Yeah, sure. and it, or at least he acts like it. So <laughs> that's all that matters to me. I I really love this movie, and I, this is a movie we're probably gonna watch a bunch of times. Uh, me, my, me, me, boy, and I. Uh, so yeah, Spider Man, streaming nice. on Stars right now. So if you got Stars, check it out. Nice, nice. Yeah, I um, I did really like this movie, but it, again, it was one of those where we we were on a on a similar page, but we fell into the uh, Homecoming versus Spider Man two debate. Yes. Uh, shifting away from the comic books, uh, my number two, um, was a movie that I think, uh, I, I, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of commonplace and a little cliche to say a movie that you didn't like that you thought had potential got snubbed, but that's how I feel about the big sick. Um, I think that this movie is, uh, Man, it just there's so many elements to this movie beyond um, best original screenplay. Uh, but anyways, uh, so it's written by uh, Camille Nanjiani, who uh, also stars in it, and Emily V. Gordon, his real life wife, who um, this is the story of how they met. Um, it's directed by Michael Showalter, who uh, doesn't really probably not uh, who you would think would uh handle something he handled it so well but it, he's just uh he's he's uh one of the you know goofballs from stella and uh he did wet hot american summer um just a very like uh I, I, like a uh, screwball comic mm -hmm. type of guy and and to handle something like this that just it hit all the the notes of like um of a good comedy and a good romance. Um, it also had, uh, you know, we, we, um, we, we seldom see this perspective of the, um, the, uh, the, uh, Pakistani family mm -hmm. 
like we know it's out there, but a lot of things, um, I don't know. I, I, I think that they, they're usually relegated to a, uh, supporting character and this it's front is it's front and center. And, um, you really have to, you really feel for, for Kamel in this movie. Like he's just, he's being torn between what his family wants and what he wants. And, and family is very important. And, uh, you know, his career is important and this girl he cares about, like he's a guy being torn in a lot of different directions. And, um, I feel like it does that so well. It handles that so deftly without pandering or, or anything like that. And it gets off the greatest nine eleven joke probably of all time. Yes. Like I don't think that can, can be topped. No, uh, it, was, it was so great. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> but it, <clears throat> I think what it did best is it just felt real. Yeah. It felt honest. And like, and it, you know, I know they took liberties, but this is a, I mean, for, for the most part, it's a true story. Right. And, and it, you know, they, they, you know, between Holly Hunter, I mean, Holly Hunter, and Ray Romano, they were so good on, the, on one side. And then you get the, uh, the parents and forgive me for not pronouncing their names, the, the parents on the other side mm-hmm. and everything felt like so true. The only thing that didn't ring like totally true was the brother. Which, which was, but he was good comic relief, right? It? Yeah, it was, it was fun, and but so honest, so real. Like, um, I like in like surprised the hell of me. Like, Camille did such a good job of acting. Like, I, yeah. I, you don't expect act or comics to act that well. I, I wasn't expecting Ray Romano to act that well. No, you know, because I, he's so stiff in like that stupid show you did. Uh, everybody, yeah, everybody loves yeah, Raymond. Everybody yeah. loved Raymond. Like, no, he he's so good in this, and and Holly Hunter is so good in this, and. The, uh, you know, all the top build actors do such a great job. And when when you scroll through um, the uh, nominate the nominations for because on IMDb, it has the Oscars will be number one, but they'll do all the critics choice, foreign press, et cetera, et cetera. Um, everyone's getting love in these. Everyone's either getting nominated or winning. And um, it's just kind of I, I feel like it's it's so commonplace today to just be like, Oh, that snubbed. That movie was snubbed. This movie got snubbed. That was snubbed. And I feel like there's just, there's a lot of evidence that there's a lot of people out there who are, you know, tastemakers, decision makers, you know, uh, award awarders, um, (laughs) that, that really fell in love with this movie. And I think it is, it's just, it's so honest. It plays so true. It's, it's such an enjoyable, um, emotional journey, uh, that, that I feel like it, you know, it, it deserves a little more love. That's why we're here to give it to it. Yeah, that's right. That's why we're here. And that's why I don't have it on my list because, uh, yeah, uh, I knew you were going to have it and it's worth, it's worth having on. And it's streaming. I am Amazon prime. Yep. So check it out. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's, it's, it's a nice love story. Like if you're looking for something to watch with your significant other, it's yeah, fun to watch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was just having a conversation. I was talking to my buddy on the phone the other night and, uh, we were, uh, um, I was telling him, I was like, if you, he's, he's getting married in, uh, in May, so he's pretty busy. Um, but I was like, if you guys have a free night, sit down, watch the big sick. I think you'll both love it. So. Yeah. Cool. Very good. Uh, well, I'm going back to the. I'm losing my uh, my indie cred here because everything here is just big and bad. 
and bombastic. Uh, but <laughs> this is a movie that I it snuck up on me. I didn't think I'd really like this at all. We do a um, uh, we do a podcast for three to five listeners. I don't think you can get any more indie cred than that. No, <laughs> well, that's true. I yeah, listen, that's right. I listen right. to this movie podcast. You've probably never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to sell it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Really great podcast. You probably never heard of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just found it. These guys really know what they're talking about. Uh, but <laughs> I, I mean, this movie like was the surprise hit for me of the of this year. Lay it on me. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, Atomic Blonde. Oh, nice. Okay, this is in this. I've got a dot by it. I thought yeah, there was a chance. Uh, I thought there I was mean, a chance. Start to finish, it goes fast and in yep. like great soundtrack, great uh I mean, like a what was it? Twelve minute uh uncut scene or oh. cut scene, but long long take yeah. scene. Um that I I'll sit back I'll probably watch that another dozen times just before the year's out. Um just from top to bottom, it's just like go, 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 go. And it's yeah. like um, what it does, it takes the 80s action movie and puts it modern day, but put, takes it back to that day and then actually does it right. Yeah. Um, uh, it's just a badass, just a badass bitch. Like if we ever do like, you know, yeah, like yeah, badass bitch definitely. top five or something like that, like she's right there. Oh, yeah. Um, um, the whole cast is great would be, you know. Charlize Theron and James McAvoy and John Goodman and uh, Eddie, Eddie Marsden, which you wouldn't think he's good as an action guy. And he's not, but he <laughs> not, plays his he, role. Yeah, he does a good uh, job. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just from start to finish, this movie just rocks, like literally. I mean, from oh, yeah. With it, like all the all the, the great soundtrack and the way they, they alter the soundtrack a little bit just so – you know it's not taking place in this time. Yeah. But it gives you hints of it, you know. Yeah, it's like it, an, it, an alternate 80s universe. Yes, 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 yes. And I think this is this is based off a, a, a graphic novel or a series of comics. So yeah. uh, just a great flick. Um, yeah. yeah, I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. And I'm going to be watching this again. It's, it's just uh, visually just uh, entertaining. I think it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just like it. Um, it's one of the, like one of my my go to jokes. Um, it, referring to uh, movies, with, well, I guess not really anymore, but it used to always be a go to. Is like uh, everything. Everything's a sleek, sexy thrill ride. But this yes. this movie checks all three of those block boxes Absolutely. so well. Like it yeah. is so sleek and so it moves so quick, and it really like it is like I mean Charlize Theron is is beautiful, um, but it just it oozes like not even just like that overt in your face but there's just there's just this like sexuality to the movie i don't know it's just it's it's oh yeah and And sometimes in your face too sometimes yeah i mean it definitely um and uh it it really is a thrill thrill ride from start to finish like and like you said that that 12 minute long take is it's it's insane and it's impressive that that doesn't feel out of place because it is such a stark contrast to all the like ultra neon pulsating bass smooth you know mm-hmm. um yeah it took me it took me like bites. five minutes to know i was even in right that long take yeah and then i'm like 
oh, this is oh, this is what he's doing. Yeah, okay, here we go. Okay, we're and doing then I'm this. like looking for the cut, look for the cut, and you can find the cut if you want to. Yeah, but then, yeah. But it, but then, but then when they change the camera, then you're like, okay, wow, that was wild. It's visceral. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. So uh, awesome. I'm so glad that's on your list. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, I th- I think my number one's our number one. Unless yeah, you, probably. Unless it was a Has purposeful omission. It, if it's not on, if it's not on your list, then I would be disappointed. <laughs> it's not on either of our lists. To be concerning. Um, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I think that we've. I don't want to say we've talked this to death because I think there's still so much to unpack. Um, I'm I'm so excited to sit down and watch it again. Um, oh, gonna, I can't wait. Probably going to do that very soon. Um, the the uh, Ryan Gosling was fantastic. Um, the, uh, the Dave Bautista was awesome. Uh, there was the the right amount of Harrison Ford, which I think we talked about last week with Jason. Um, yeah. If we didn't do it on the show, we talked about it before it. It's yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really the. Uh, the one that that we uh, um, couldn't stop talking about, and now I can't. Uh, Sil- Sylvia Hoax as Love. Oh, so good. Yeah. God damn. I'm like I am. I'm obsessed with her of being the greatest villain of all time. Like, I mean, I, she, she is the epitome of the bad guy, the big bad. Yeah, and like you don't even know it. It creeps up like, on you, but it's, until it's too late. Yeah. It creeps up on you, and then you're like, "Oh, okay this uh, this person is just overtly and objectively evil." <laughs> yes. Oh, so good. Yeah. Uh, like in like I've been saying a lot about visual stuff, but I'm I'm waiting. I was waiting to talk about this because oh. visually stunning is Absolutely. the way I've been describing this movie. It is because yeah. it is the color palette is fantastic. Um, the special effects are beautiful, um, and they do such a good job of. It's obviously a, a a vast improvement over the original Blade Runner, but it still manages to nail that lived-in universe, um, which is, I think, something that uh, maybe we need Villanueva uh, to um, take over the Alien franchise as well, because uh, mm-hmm. he does such a good job in... Uh, because oh, someone needs to first off. Um, well, Blumcom, Blum. I Neil, wish that Blum. would have happened. I. Yeah. That's I remember him being attached to the project. It's so yeah. upsetting, but that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, well, I guess kind of because Blade Runner twenty forty nine just does such a good such a good job transitioning um, and and maintaining that world. Whereas when um, you look at like uh, Prometheus, which is supposed to be a prequel, and all the the you know everything is so shiny and and sleek, and, and sleek yes all and, the yeah and it, that lived in universe of the original alien that that really like even in 2018 really still kind of rings true in that dystopian sci-fi sense is gone yeah um so so that's one thing like that's obviously not an easy thing to do because you 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 take the guy who originally built that and he can't help himself he can't rein it in but um villain wave does such a good job of creating this um building on rather than creating building it this lived in universe that seems like a logical progression and um just a really interesting story great science fiction which i feel like um Mm -hmm. 
Well, it's a good steampunk stuff, right? Beautiful. That, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, fuck. It's, man, I, like, I'll never forget those those desert shots, mm-hmm. you know, with the huge heads and stuff. Like, just, like, a stark contrast to, like, where he was before. Right. And just, like, overall, it's just so much, oh, just, like, so pleasing to the eye. Like, it, Absolutely. it, it almost, like... I, and I didn't even think Gosling was that great. Like I, I, he was like this. Just he was the the vessel to get me to the next scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he was fine. It's not like I hated him in it, but like everything else paled in what he was doing. Like when you would see love and her like start con like her like like sitting in the middle of this huge room, just laying on a on a, a duvet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, just that shot alone. And like you, and she's looking through her Google eyeglasses or whatever she, you know, whatever she's doing. Just that shot. It's just a great shot. Like he knows how to shoot a movie and like to. um, It's visual storytelling at its at its height. Absolutely, man. It's it's just such a great. uh, It's a shame. It's 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 a goddamn shame that I didn't see this in the theater. I agree. I I think that's the only movie this year that I'm like, I should have done that, and I I. Still, um, I still think that I, I I feel the need to buy a copy to, like I said, vote with your wallet. Um, yeah. Because uh, this movie needs to find an audience, and I think that it's. I, I don't know. I think you know you get enough people talking about it, it's gonna happen. Um, but it it just it it's a movie that deserves to be seen. Yeah. It's it has yeah. If you have any appreciation for, and yeah, you could get bogged down in the story and like what's going on. This is weird and all that stuff. But like, if you just step back and just look at, if you put on just muted it, and you it could tell the story itself. Like you were saying, just storytelling through visuals. It's just yeah. And what's awesome is that Jared Leto. There was just the right amount of Jared Leto in this. Yeah, he did a great job. He he showed up and did exactly what he had to do. And we didn't even talk about that scene. Um, and we're not going to do it now in case everyone hasn't watched it, but like that scene was disturbing. Yeah. And like, and he was only, you know, like he had what, five, 10 minutes worth of screen time. Probably. And that's, and that scene itself was like, that was disturbing. Like, I was like, what the fuck is going on around here? And like, yeah. 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 I don't think we talked about that at all, but absolutely. And I mean, you get, um, Benjamin Wallfish and Hans Zimmer picking up the mantle again, like building on this lived in universe. They do such a great job of um, taking this, the, the tone of, of Vangelis and, and yes. expanding that. And it doesn't feel like it feel it, it is a genuine expansion. It's a sequel that justifies it's existing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels like if you're walking through that street, that score should be playing over top of you when you're mm-hmm. walking down that street. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. if you're, you know, in your hover car flying to a certain <laughs> place, there should be a certain score that's, over, you know, there's not radio stations. It's just scores. Yeah. And it, it, it nails that. And, uh, it just is, uh, it's worth the wait as far as, um, as far as sequels, obviously 30 years down the line, it's, it's completely justified in, in that it, it's one of those things where, uh, that was always the, uh, the excuse for George Lucas is he had the ideas. He just needed the technology to catch up so he could really mm-hmm. make these prequels. Like, it's gonna suck. Is I'm gonna be 71 years old when this the third one of this comes out. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's probably gonna be a while for uh, before we get Blade Runner's 2079 or 
if they're doing every 30 years. That'd be great if yeah. we're still doing the podcast. Yeah. I don't see why not. I assume at some point someone's got to pick up the uh, tab for this. What are you talking about? These goddamn mm. movies. Yeah. Good. Um, so how about some uh, some honorables? <clears throat> Uh yeah, the ones or that did you I mean, wanna, I, I had did a hard you time do a number a a a separate number one. I won't begrudge you. Well, I had a hard time not putting um Get Out on because uh, okay. I really love that movie. Um, uh, especially for a first time director, um, and just the I it, 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 and again I'm gonna go back to Teeth. It had the right amount of humor and the right amount of. Uh, horror mm-hmm. and and just found that 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 line that it made it good for both of them. And well, I'm glad uh, I'm glad I assigned teeth to you now, so that it can be your your litmus test. It it is so I mean, like <laughs> so there you it's go. It's gonna, not a total loss for me. <laughs> I guess maybe there is something redeemable, like because um, you find that that line between humor and horror mm-hmm. and uh, social commentary and like Jordan Peele. I mean, what he has no no right to be able to do this something this good right off the bat and we should have known because he's doing stuff you know like uh um uh oh what's the show he does uh key and peel key and peel yeah yeah i mean uh, who would have thought like, that he could make this because key and peel is not a very good show but really i mean it's a Chappelle show it's if Chappelle never left key and peel wouldn't wouldn't like, I understood, but yeah. they still do it pretty well. Like, they, okay, I I mean I I agree. It's, that it's, it's a good comedy. It's like, a good show. It's not like it's not like uh, Chappelle did sketch comedy. He's the first one to. No, no, no. But he's the he's the only one that has the that track record. Like his, um, this is something that Matt and I talk about all the time because we're both big big sketch comedy guys. He's much more involved in it than I am, but big consumers of it nonetheless. Um, not that, not that that, uh, I don't mean that that sound like it doesn't take away from your opinion. No, 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 that's just, I'm just reverting to a conversation I've had a lot. Uh, Chappelle show, like if you do a sketch show and like 60% of the sketches are funny, that's insane. That's unheard of how funny that is. Chappelle show was like 99%. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but it's also a very short run. It's not. It is. I mean, no, it is. It is a very short run. Um, but I think that it was just. I mean, Dave Chappelle even has said it before about him being pissed off. He had to watch Key and Peele do his show for five years. Yeah. <laughs> it just. Yeah, it, but that, and but and also, well, that's pro- that's a little bit problematic because that kind of suggests that o- there can only be one black sketch show, which is not the right. case. But I, I just, I think you know, black, white, alien. Hologram, Dave Chappelle is the best at it, and uh, yeah. I, I think coming off of that, it's hard. It's hard for me to really say like, "Oh, Keen Peel, great show." Keen Peel, uh, funny. I'm I, I watch a lot of their stuff on YouTube, but I always dip to the same ones. I'm not like finding new. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, yeah, that's I, that's. Even you, all right, your take on it, but like yeah. also, yeah, it like, is my take. They on filled, it, for they sure. filled that for void. Sure. Like he left, they're like, okay, there's there's room for another. There's one more black sketch show. We need mm-hmm. we need to fill that. No, yeah, you know? yeah, and that's and that's why I I kind of want to not. 
I, I stand by my previous comment, but it has nothing to do with the fact that, well, there can only be no, one black, black it. sketch show. I but I do think that it's, um, I do think that it's kind of a, uh, a, uh, one of those things where it's like, well, we got to get someone in here. Yeah. Um, yeah. but even, even barring that, like this is such a departure from Keen Peel. Yeah. No, so. oh, it's 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 good, really good social commentary, mm-hmm. and like written from a point of view that you know, even it because it, because it's making fun of, it's not making fun of like the the redneck racist no. fucks that are. It's making fun of the, the liberal, idea. yeah, like, it's, bleeding heart guys that the are the idea you know, that like, progressives can't be racist. Yes, exactly, and sometimes they are. You know, oh, yeah. whether they know it or not, it's like don't. Uh, there's always a uh, a problem when you start you as in the royal you um, start getting offended for somebody else mm-hmm. and like it's it's let the other people speak and don't don't get in the way of those people and like this is a good way of looking yeah. at that is like and I mean the best line one of the best lines in it is you know <laughs> I would have voted for Obama for, the thir- for a third that. term you know so it's yeah it's yeah. great. Um, and his reaction to that uh, is is so perfect too. It's just like, yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> like what are okay, oh okay, we're friends now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have lots um, of black friends. Yeah, uh, that's I mean that's the same thing, right? So um, they let me touch yeah. their hair and they don't mind when I use the n word. Yeah, because yeah. they get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I I I feel I I'll uh, I'll cop to being harsh on key and peel but um but it is it just even uh it's just such a departure from key and peel it's like i i think that's the thing that's most impressive to me about this movie is that this is a first time director um, right in in um obviously the the comedy elements are there there's a lot of comedy elements um uh a great use i think you you said it best um rel howard as the stand-in uh, Jordan Peele, yeah, yeah. He used used perfectly as the as the TSA agent friend, um, yeah, just a, a really good balance of uh, of doing that. And for a first time director to knock it out of the park like that, it's uh, <laughs> it's kind of scary. <laughs> I've, yeah, yeah. I, I it, um, there's well, there's the I very mean, real possibility that like, he's for peaked. His second one is going to be yeah, <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. There's is a very real possibility that he peaked. I mean, it, look at, uh, I mean, it happens so much with with artists. It's it sucks. Um, yeah. But yes, the the thing that stands out to me most about this movie is the fact that it's a first time director in in a relatively unknown realm for him, or yeah. what well, he's not known for. But it, that that's shame on us for not letting creative people be creative in other parts of it. Like, oh, you're, you know, uh, just like Vince Vaughn. I don't know if it's shame on us. It's shame on uh, Warner Brothers or, you know, the people, know, but the people like, cutting you, the checks. Like, yeah, I I get it. I, I, I do. But, like, you, like, if you let creative people be creative, right. you know, then then you'll get stuff like this and you know you we don't have to pigeonhole them into you know sketch comedy and all that stuff right. and not saying that you're doing that and i'm not no, yeah. I'm, i mean i'm i was as surprised as anybody and being like holy shit this is great i yeah, yeah no i was surprised but i was also open to it and i'm not i don't mean i guess i'm 
defending my point of view, but like I, I think that there's enough of us out there. I think myself and, and you as well are just, we just want to see a good movie and we don't necessarily care where it comes from. Um, mm-hmm. But there, there definitely are like, there's a system in place um, that it's a business and they don't want to take risks and they don't let creators create. And uh, if they just loosen up the reins a little bit, they can have runaway hits. Creators going to create. Yeah. Because the by the numbers movies, yeah, like we talked about Michael Bay earlier, he's going to yeah. make that money. But you know, um, ten years down the line, Transformers is probably not going to be in the conversation. Get Out probably will be. Yeah, Get Out too. Get, get Outer. Get Out also. Go right now. So if you got that, get it. Get Out. Get Out. All what right. do you got? Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know how you felt about this one. Uh, Baby Driver. Liked it a lot. I thought it was like yeah, a well choreographed uh, yeah. action movie. Um, definitely not. It was in no danger of cracking my top five, but really enjoyed it. Um, so I wanted to to give it a mention. Oh shit! Well, uh, yeah, because I watched I watched uh, Scott Pilgrim and I watched uh, Hot Fuzz this week as well while I was at work. I just kind of played on my phone while I'm working. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Edgar Wright so yeah. much, and it's stylistic and fun and great and stuff like that. It's just, it was a little, it just wasn't what I was wanting from it. And I think it was a little hyped up. Um, and it yeah. relied a little bit too much on the, uh, the music itself. Um, um, yeah, it, it really clung to certain, uh, plot devices, but, um, there were some, there were some really cool things that I liked from, from a stylistic standpoint of, um, like it just felt like a really well, the movie itself felt like a really well choreographed dance, um, yes. The yes. associating characters with colors is another really cool thing. Um, the uh, the um, I I thought uh, what's his name? Is it Ansel Elgort? Elgort, yeah, yeah. Um, I I thought he was really good. I don't really think I've seen him in anything before. Um, I I was aware of him, but he yeah, like he was in The Fault in Our Stars and Divergent. I mean, I don't think I'm ever going to see either of those movies. Um, don't speak too soon. Never ever say never ever, as uh, as McGruber would say. Mm-hmm. No, it like is it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's it's but it it's stylized um, and it almost over stylized for me. Yeah, and- it's it's definitely a, a style over substance movie. But I think as we've um, uh, all bear witness to on this podcast. There are uh, times where I will bite and I will go for style mm-hmm. or substance. Absolutely, yeah. It's not a bad movie one bit. It's one of those ones where I think we did the same thing. You were like a nine or eight, yeah, and I, I was an like eight. a seven or you know, and so it wasn't that much off. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, cool. Uh, and I don't think that's streaming anywhere right now. Um, I don't think so. Uh, we mentioned it earlier, so I'm just going to touch on it. Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, we talked about a little bit about like how you can go like the X Men went from good with the X two to X three, mm-hmm. um, and Thor went from like a middling, not even a middling character, like a last character. And, like no one wanted to watch any of the Thors, like the Dark World and all that stuff. This one like took a total shift change mm-hmm. and was great you know you get the guys from uh flight of concords to do some stuff in it and it makes 
fun for Thor and it, it, it pokes fun at itself. It does, and Chris Helmsworth, it, like I find him in, in uh, infinitely likable. Like I, like he has no, he, I don't feel like he has any ego whatsoever. You know, he's just got big biceps and yeah. he can actually act, you know? Well, he kind of falls into that, uh, the biggest guy in the gym thing. <laughs> yeah. But like never, never takes himself too serious. Right. Either. Yeah. And no, like he, I, he was great in this too because he was like, you know, just a big dumb ogre. Like he was just the Hulk only could talk. Yeah, and it was he was fun. It like I really like this movie a lot. Like this is uh, an underrated movie. Like this is as good. I in my mind, it is as good as Guardians of the Galaxy, the uh, first one. first one. Okay, um, without the like touchy feely, you know, um, uh, you know, soundtrack to it because that uh, like Guardians of the Galaxy leaned hard on that soundtrack. It really leaned feel. into it. And then when you see them try and do it again, when it's not a surprise hit, right. It just right. doesn't. And it's not the, um, <coughs> it, it, you know, it, it's kind of like the, um, you have your whole life to make your debut album type thing. Yeah. Yep. It's like, yep. And then, and then you, yeah, you got, your, you got your sophomore effort is yeah. something lacking. You got B sides. Um, Okay, yeah, it's still I I am going to see it. Um, it just is it has it made its way to no, it's anything not yet? nothing. It's not on. Yeah, it's not, not on right demand now. or anything. Okay. Yeah, but I'll see it. Um, uh, I I just haven't. Uh, and I'm I'm in that camp where like I just I didn't really like the first Thor. Um, the second one was kind of like a, a lot of people were. Like people who liked it were like, eh, I don't know. Hmm. Um, so it, it just uh, it was like, well, I, I have no interest. And I see the new one, and, and it's like they, you know, they. It was one of those where I, I just kind of got to wonder, like, did they did they slap a Technicolor coat of paint on shit, or did they actually go back to the drawing board? And and I trust you when you say that they improved. So yeah, so what's what's it. really kind of frustrating for me, I think. Uh, Blade Runner was playing in the theater at the same time I went and watched Thor. <laughs> oh. oh, no. <laughs> oh, well. Hey, I didn't see either of them, so yeah. in the theater. I didn't see Blade Runner 2049. I've been lying this whole time. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, one that uh, I've got that uh, you are are a lot more familiar with the source material so and and i understand how that goes it makes things a little tougher but i really uh enjoyed it from this year um yeah it's again it was another one that was in in no danger of making my top five um but it's i enjoyed it and it's nice to it's always good to see like a big budget horror movie deliver because there's so many you know there was another saw movie this year like there's there's so many um movies with just the recycled premise just upping the gore factor or or, you know um throwing in nudity or you know just just pulling out all the tricks just to have a big opening weekend um and it really felt like uh they zeroed in and were committed to making a good movie and uh, mm-hmm. you know as someone who's i'm not super familiar with i'm unfamiliar with the book and i just you know i remember that the tv ser- the tv event happened 
Um, and I've seen it once, maybe twice. So, so this was, it, this was as close to new as it was going to get for me. Uh, and, and I was really happy with it. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, they've got like four things working for them. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, it's Stephen King writing kids, mm-hmm. which is always great. You know, uh, you know, look at stand by me. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing is I felt like they were able to lean into, uh, pull from stand by me a little bit here. Yeah. Like, um, it, it, it stays pretty close to the source material uh, and leaving out the things they really need to leave out. Except for the gangbang. Boo. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Where's Sophia, the Snyder uh, cut? Sophia, Lil- <laughs> <laughs> um, Sophia Lillis as Beverly March. Yeah, she like, was great. She was amazing. She's going to be a great actor. Like yeah. she's going to be the younger daughter of her younger sister of the, the twins. Yeah. The O'Malley um, twins. The, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, uh, Chastain and, uh, Howard. Yeah. <laughs> team up. Um, she was great. And then, uh, got a Bill Skarsgård. To someone. Yeah. Bill Skarsgård was, uh, the, like the, uh, Pennywise yeah. as a creepy monster, like fucking really good. Yeah. And that's oh, yeah. like the only thing that I, uh, can pull from the original it was tim curry yeah and yeah, uh, and he's able to to put his own spin on it he's able to distance himself from that entirely and do just man he was great in this it, yeah. a real like revelation as far as like um i guess i think we talked about his other stuff prior to that it's just so underwhelming and unimpressive so just yeah awesome. just like random random things but yeah it's really good uh definitely in the, in the top 20 or so for me this year uh and probably has a rewatchability especially with uh, uh, a child that's going to be like 13 or 14 in a couple years mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be i'll be subjecting him so <laughs> he'll be shitting his pants whenever he goes to bed at night yeah so um yeah uh uh, the one you mentioned earlier, I don't feel at home yeah. in this world anymore. That's my period. last one. Uh, really, really good out of the, like out, out of nowhere movie that I think we both liked. Um, and in that whole camp of, uh, 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 it's the, uh, we get, sorry. Um, uh, directed by Megan Blair, who, yeah you know, is a uh, lead character in the, uh, the blue ruin, the green room. Yeah. He's one um, of Jeremy Sonia's guys. And it yes, definitely, yeah. Sonia and Sonia was the director or uh, producer in this. Yeah. Definitely strong, strong influencing oh, yeah. hand. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, I don't know what you even call it. Like, just like, uh, ob- uh, not objective heroes, um, reluctant hero. Yeah. Type thing. Um, like actually like, pushing against being a hero, like doing everything they can not to be a hero, but like at the end they try, they are a hero. Yeah. Uh, just a great little indie flick. Um, you know, if I had any, any interest of it, you know, this would have been my number one if I wanted to try to be, mm-hmm. you know, uh, indie guy, but, uh, it, it's just a fun watch. It's streaming on Netflix right now. Um, uh, just, uh, awkward, weird, uh, like obtuse, points like just like what what and then like oh okay you know you just yeah and and just the awkward heroicism i guess yeah uh uh, 
Elijah Wood was so funny in this. It was like, it was the best. Yeah. It was the best. Yeah, just something. <laughs> yeah, this movie. Um, this movie just kind of ran the gamut of like. Uh, at times it was dramatic. At times it was comedy. At times it was a a, a crime movie. Um, and it just it had its all of its moments where it was this. It it didn't really bend genre as so much as it hopped from genre to genre. It's like it it committed to comedy in a scene, um, and then it moved on. And there weren't really a lot of like in the dramatic moments, there weren't a lot of like comedic asides and in the, um, crime scenes, uh, specifically like the whole, the home invasion part. Um, it just, it didn't feel like they didn't try and break the tension with jokes. It was like you, you were in that moment with them. Yeah. So it's really, yeah. um, it, 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 it has some kind of realism, like some yeah. absurdist realism, yeah. like where you're like trying to, um, picture yourself and how things like could possibly go wrong and they will go wrong and, mm-hmm. and, and comedically. Um, but what was, what's great is like, like I don't feel at home alone in this world anymore or home, home alone in this world anymore. Um, it's like the scenes don't feel at home in this movie sometimes. Yeah. You know, like it, there's, there's so, there's such a juxtaposition between like, you know, he, like her visiting him, like, uh, just the nunchucks and the, you know, like all that. And then he goes to the home invasion. It's like such a departure, you yeah. know, and then people get things shot off and, uh, just a oh, weird, it really is. Yeah. Weird. Uh, yeah. But good, good movie. Um, yeah. yeah. And it just, uh, it works. It, it's a movie that works. And I, I, we're both, uh, Saunier fans here and that like this, this has his DNA all over it and uh, yeah. making Blair is um seems seems like he's uh he's a pretty pretty uh capable director himself so yep yeah there you go yeah so that was uh that was my last one I think you have one more yeah well just two um I we have no documentaries. I know Gleason was high on the list last year uh, as far as uh, best movies. Um, uh, but I have two uh, with Icarus and Last Men in Aleppo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Icarus was uh, highly a lot uh, had a lot more production value in it, and like I thought, we both really liked it. It it it, it was like intriguing. It like it took turns and twists yeah. that you didn't expect. Um, and, and it, it's still like having effects today because yeah. like, I mean, look at the it, Olympics right now. The, yeah. Uh, what is it? The, the, hockey the curler, teams, the hockey team is, um, competing under like, Oh the yeah. The Olympic OAR, athletes, Olympic athletes Russia. from Russia or yeah. Of Russia. Yeah. Like, well, a, uh, one of the Russian curlers mm-hmm. got, just got busted for yeah. Yeah. using. Sorry. I stepped right chances. over that. Yeah. 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 Curling. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, curling. Um, and so that was really good. And uh, the last minute in Aleppo, mm-hmm. um, I like just that. It's one of those movies that's going to stick with me forever. It's, yeah, it's just it's just um, very true. Yeah, uh, I, literally in um, visually devastating. I mean, yeah. it's just yeah. It's like what uh, you like. It gives you a look into what people actually. Some people have to live through. Yeah. And it, it it this movie does its job in in in, in uh, 
making you feel that. So at the risk of uh, ending on a downer, yeah, no, I will do that. And they're did, both streaming uh, on Netflix. So yeah, uh, Icarus is a Netflix either original or Netflix commissioned. Yeah, or or Netflix bought it, but yeah, it's, it's a Netflix flagship. Um, so it's not hard to find on the right. website. Uh, but yeah, Last Man in Aleppo was um, it was one of those I was kind of on the fence about. Great documentary for sure. Um, yeah, but movie a movie that'll stick with me even as if it's not on my top five. Yeah, what did I um, not to give myself props for? But I I used something that that I liked a, a perspective movie. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that total, was really good. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like, oh, if you want to get your life in check, give, yeah, yeah. for sure. That's a, that's a good way to, to describe it. Yeah, get a little perspective. Yep. Give yourself props. I yeah, I was just trying to remember the phrasing I used, but yeah, it's Go a ahead. good. It's a good way to. It it really does. You, you get get some perspective because like, you know, we yeah. we're indoctrinated with how horrible this country is day in mm-hmm. and day out, and that's not to say that it's perfect, but. You know, we don't have the um, the white helmets trying to evacuate people while Russia, you know, barrel bombs us. <clears throat> Where yeah. it's a good day if they can pull the the right. the infant out of the rubble. Yeah, and that, that's an, one of the things that um, is both really unsettling and um, I appreciate about this movie the the candor and and the casualness of them pulling limbs out of rubble is just it's one of those things where it's like i i gotta go out and uh you know i gotta go for a jog or 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 write a song or something because my life's pretty fucking good and i gotta take advantage of it so yeah um wild movie i'm I'm looking at um the uh the i m d b for it right now and uh there's one uh one of the uh blurbs is essential viewing i i i i agree with that wholeheartedly yeah. so awesome um yeah definitely a downer but uh, a great pick worthy of mentioning for sure yeah so any well, great thoughts? um yeah that wraps up two thousand seventeen right yeah let's uh, let's uh close that chapter yep Looking forward to, uh, um, you know, the future. 2018, mm-hmm. hope it's another good year. The Oscars are coming up. Uh, I don't know. Are you Are you, uh, Are you? you an Oscar watcher? Um, I'll, Not really, no. Yeah, me I, like, I'm happy that Kimmel's doing it because I like his – like he's going to be just acerbic enough to make it fun. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like he doesn't take himself serious. He's not, you know, um, and he's not – he's willing to – take pokes at people and i well, hope he does that uh he used to host the man show so i don't think in this era of the me too movement that it's very appropriate for him to even leave his house yes he's a fucking well, scumbag yeah he's a scumbag <laughs> no, uh yeah i i'm i'm really only interested in uh who i'm interested in who wins like the day after i'm all for it like i want to know what what won, but I don't want to sit through the self-congratulatory pageantry of it and right. the musical performances, even though, like, I think I was talking uh, on Mavs two years ago when, when Lady Gaga performed. Like, she gave a great performance. Um, and, and it was relevant because it was, like, best the, the uh, people nominated for Best Original Song all right. performed. 
but I was just sitting there like, get to the – I don't care. I can watch this on YouTube tomorrow. Yeah. Who wins? Winners, 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 yeah. winners, winners. Yeah. 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 And it, it is fun to watch some of the actors and, and actresses, uh, uh, you know, their, their speeches and yeah. all that stuff. But I want the uh, condensed YouTube version the next yeah. day. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, I, I probably I'll, – I'll record it, and then I'll get up in the morning and look at all the winners, and then I'll never watch it. Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, oh, glad I didn't watch that movie. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, um, so there you go. Uh, but we'll be uh, we'll be back next week and uh, yeah, special guest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's gonna be quite the adventure. Mm-hmm.